Hey everybody, I'm Derek Mears. I'm the new Jason from Friday the 13th, and you're listening to Cadaver Lab. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Cadaver Lab podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And we have had some awesome weeks to prepare for this show. I'm excited. A lot of stuff has been going on. And to be honest with you, it's been a long time. I've just had so much crap going on yeah. that I wasn't able to watch an ex- a lot of extra horror movies, stuff like that. Because so much, so it was awesome to get to watch these three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are we doing? The Nightmare on Elm Street uh Four, five, Part, and, four, six. five and six. Yeah. So uh, it, it was it was just a welcome relief to me this couple of weeks. To well, watch you know what I've been doing over the last couple of weeks. What I've been watching is Carnival. Oh yeah, and and so I every waking moment I've been watching that. Finally finished it, and so then guess what I went to after that? What uh, Henry Porter of a serial killer? That well, that's a, that's a fun uplifting horror comedy. Yeah, that's that's good times <laughs> right there. You know what else was hilarious was Crash. That was hilarious. Oh too. my gosh! I, I was going to do that and uh, participate in the douche cast, but I ended up not being able yeah, let's, to do let's it. Let's talk about the douche cast for a minute. We, okay. We've got some more stuff that we'll talk about it later. Yeah, but uh, we did do the douche cast um, last Saturday, mm-hmm. and there's a link for it up on cadaverlab.com. Urge you to go uh, uh, listen to that. But we do have we do have some uh, disclaimers that we'll talk about in a yeah. little while yeah. before you go download that. But uh, we did talk about David Cronenberg's Crash. Which, okay, David Cronenberg, I like him as a director, mm-hmm. but he is the only dude that can make sex really gross. Like he, he, he just has the talent of doing it. I mean, let's put it this way. He's had some awesome movies that I just freaking love, like Scanners, and you know he has The Rabbit, and he's got uh, The Brood, and he's got you know a bunch of other things he did. Recently, he's done Eastern Promises. Have you seen that? I did see that. was with uh, Viggo Mortensen's Wanker coming yes. right at you. Yeah, but okay, so, he's, he, so he has a lot of stuff. But I mean, you have, in a lot of his films, he, like Videodrome, and, which I really like Videodrome, mm-hmm. and you know I mentioned The Brood, and what, what was that one, Rabbit? He just mm-hmm. makes sex gross. Yeah. I thought that he was bad, and then we saw Crash, where on the douche cast, most of those guys liked it, but I think that they got it a little bit better than I did. I did not understand the movie. Why don't you give us maybe a little synopsis so people know what we're talking about, okay. and then what, and some of your thoughts on it. So when I watch movies for the for the podcast or for any, I don't read about them, so I don't know what they are going in because I want to experience it without any sort of preface or preconceived notions. So I did that with Crash. Now, the only Crash that I've seen was the one about the races and stuff like that, which I thought was a pretty good show. I mm-hmm. liked that. So I didn't know that there was this other Crash. What happens is, is it's, it's, it's this story of these different people who have these fetishes, mostly involving... Um, like crash fetishes and like if you get in a car wreck it turns them on and so they've got to have sex right after it's it's like a deviant sexual behavior that has to do with it so it follows James Spader who kind of gets into it cuz he's involved in a crash but his girlfriend is like this freak that has to touch Well her they have an open relation yeah yeah they have an open relationship where they go out and sleep with other people and they get off on each other's conquests is what right. it seems like right but i mean T- tell them about the nipple part again. I think they missed that. Yeah, so right at the very beginning, she touches her. You see her. Spader's going to town on on a, an intern in his in his dressing he's, room. Yeah, he's a some kind of a, a director or something. Yeah, something like that. And then it shows her uh, like really getting into it, and she's by herself for a minute, and she touches her nipple to an airplane now, wing. Now, here's, here, here's an example of how I didn't understand this movie, because when that part came on, I just started laughing like, what in yeah. the hell? 
well, and that's <laughs> it's like what am I what am I getting into here? Right. And so it's just these people that live out their fantasies. There's homosexual um, sexual relationships. There's there's just all this bizarre well, was it, well, stuff. Well, here's the, it kind of goes through, and there's also uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, that, that plays it. I I'm an asshole for not remembering this guy's name. I love this guy. He was in. Uh, the prophecy. Uh, well, I'll get his name later. But it basically, what it was was that there was this, these people that, like Sam was saying, get off on this stuff. And basically, and tell me if you think I'm an idiot and oversimplifying this. But it was it was almost like a porno, like a full yeah. like length porno. I mean, it was graphic, or whatever. But here, but here's what I mean. So first of all, you know, in a porno, you have the guy and girl, mm-hmm. you know, and then that one ends, and there's a little more acting. Yeah. Then you have another guy and girl. You know? I wouldn't know, but right, right. But then, <laughs> but then, in a, in a little while later, you get a girl on girl, right? You know, and this time it was guy. On guy well, on well, no, there was a girl on girl, and then there, then it's the guy on guy, okay. and then it's the guy on girl, and then it's over. And I, I got to be honest with you. I mean, even those guys all pretty much like the movie. I don't, I, I don't know get, how you do and, that. You know, and here's the list. Here, here's the thing. I'm not trying to bag on them for liking the movie. I just don't. I, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag here. I still, you know, I, I was going to say something really vile. I might oh. as well. This is the cadaver lab. Let's do it. I, when I, whenever I'm wearing baggy shorts, I still get a boner from a nice, swift uh, breeze going up there. <laughs> I don't need to freaking, you know, get all these fetish weird things going on. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. but so The seatbelt does it for me, just, right, just exactly, in okay. case anyone. Well, is, is it when the seatbelt touches your nipple and then? Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so so that, that that's the kind of, that's what I'm talking about. I don't, I mean, maybe it's just because I don't need all this other weird stuff and I, I i don't know i and maybe i'm just a prude i don't think it's that you're a prude i just don't understand you know make a movie why are we making movies about that well listen it's a book and apparently in the book it's a lot worse than the movie but was. why I, what i don't is there a big enough audience out there that wants to screw you know people that they're wearing leg braces you know well, what's hilarious it, about that is i just read a book where they talk about this autoeroticism, and there's a name for it. I don't remember. It's audio. It's andio something. Huh. Anyways, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Way to try to make up a word. Yeah, no, but it was quick. something like that. I wanted to remember it. I meant to write it down. But I'm reading this book so that I can write a review on it on the examiner. But Nice plug. Yeah, you like that. But anyways, um, so I, I was like, I can't believe that I'm, that I'm reading this in this book, and I just watched a movie about it. Right. Is there that big of an audience that you would make a mainstream movie with people like James Spader, Holly Hunter, uh, and some of these other well-known act like uh, Patricia Arquette? Yeah. I mean, all these Holly people Hunter is the it. freaking mom in The Incredibles. That's yeah, what that I know her it, dude. I was like, wow, she really was Elastigirl. Wow, that's <laughs> damn horrible. you, damn it! But Any- but the thing is, is I'm sure that there are all sorts of all sorts of shit out there. Well, like I'm sure that, there is, but that I just don't know about. Well, but, you know, I'm but sure that's there okay. is. But I mean, is, is there an audience big enough that you're going to make a movie? I don't know. Apparently, apparently, semi-normal people are because well, I mean, James from the Drive Blood liked mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but he was like, yeah, I I I see why you don't like it. I, I you know, he he was pretty he was pretty you know he understood why. But uh, you know James is a pretty nice guy, so I mean, he, right. I think he was just trying to make it so my feelings didn't get hurt or right. something. Because that was the only one who didn't like it. That's that's amazing to me. Anyway, but you know, I'm not I'm not trying to bag on those guys. And we don't and we don't need to rehash it. If you want to hear everybody talk about it and get yeah. their opinions, go to the douchecast because I you know I I missed it. I wasn't there. But, but make sure to listen to our disclaimer in a minute. Yes, please <laughs> listen to the disclaimer. Anyways, what were we what were we going off on? What were we talking about? Are we going to play a song right oh, here? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Here's what I was going to talk about. I feel bad because this last couple of weeks, I have not been on the forums at all. 
Like the last couple of days I've been on the forums, but I've just been so damn busy. But I appreciate you guys have kept it going. I mean, I just I just want to say thanks to all you guys because I mean that that kicks ass that you know I get so busy and Sam's never on it anyway because he's a bastard. I was doing it for a while, and then same thing with you. Last when I went to uh, camping, it was uh, I just haven't been on. But it. But we appreciate it. Yeah, you thank know, you. It's thank awesome. You. We're we're dumbasses, yeah. and we're glad that we have people who are less dumbasses than <laughs> us. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying I I, I can't judge everybody. Just yeah. Well, the bad thing about us not regulating it like that is I'm sure there's a bunch of midgets people like that are wearing leather chaps that, that everybody says is me. And <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff on there that unless we're there to regulate, uh, it's probably out of hand. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Well, that's, you know, that's basically all I've got. Except did we mention last time that we have T-shirts? I think we did. Yeah, we talked about it last time. Those T-shirts. Yeah, those are awesome. Those are awesome. Yeah. Steve Wands. Everybody go to stevewands.blogspot.com, please, because that guy was so cool to us, and he's got a great blog anyway, so it's yeah. a win-win. You know. Anyways, go over and, and visit his site. Is there any update on Angry Gnome Comics? Are we supposed to even oh, talk oh, wait, about wait, that? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right. All Listen, right. we're not saying anything yet. Okay. But Sean from Angry Gnome Comics has done something that kicks yes. so much ass. I don't think anybody will be ready for it when it finally comes out. I'm still not ready for it, and I know what's coming. And we've seen it, and it kicks ass. Yeah. But so I'm I pretty just, sure that opening the door to my car is going to give me a boner now, not just a seatbelt. <laughs> now that I know about that. I'll, you know, I'll tell you what, Sean, I don't know if we're supposed to say anything about it quite yet, but um, I'm not sure. I, we, we might be able to, but I, I don't know, and I don't want to make a mistake because I know that we're, we're trying to kind of keep you know some of the things – uh, a secret for now, but but uh, Sean, we just want to say everybody, Sean kicks ass. AngryGnomeComics.com. You will be shocked and amazed. Yes, at what's gonna what's coming out. What well, he's got brewing. So cool, hey, anyway. can I and can I go back? I want to go back really quickly and say because I just made a comment about uh, the car door giving me a boner. Car damage does not give me a boner. <laughs> Thank so you. listen, well, here's what I want to do. Okay, everybody that after you listen to the show for the next when you call in for the next couple of weeks because I'm interested in this if if auto or whatever that name is um like car crashes yeah auto or uh car wreckerism if 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 you get turned on by car wrecks then that's great but if you don't will you please please preface your voicemails by saying I do not get a boner by car damage just preface and and we'll play it on here because <laughs> I'm interested to see who does and who doesn't and if it does hey man whatever floats your airbag <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the show. Do you have anything else to start off no, with? Then, then what we're going to do is we have a little treat. Oh, wait, wait. Sam Actually, has something. He, I, he, Sam, instead of just saying something, yeah. he raised his <laughs> hand. And I said, Samuel, Samuel, <laughs> do you have something to share with the class? I want to talk. I I need to go back. I did a little tribute to World of Warcraft. Oh, yes. Now, you I... Know, we, you know, the thing is, is, is did we mention too that uh, right after we did that we got <laughs> talked into signing up and we're probably going to sign up and yeah. give it a try? Yeah, I did some Anyways, research to just do the so tribute. you know, everybody, if you got offended by that, we are hypocritical <laughs> bastards and you have the right to hate us. My wife's going out of town on July 11th and I'm going to sign up and I'm going to play with a buddy of mine for a week straight. Holy shit. So, and so, I haven't gone that far yet because I, I, you know, I, I haven't been that dedicated. But however, I've been talking to people and from what I've seen. If I had the time, I would actually probably play it. So with that being said, I have the coolest story ever Uh-oh. 
This I laughed, and I hope that the people find this as funny as I did. <laughs> so there is this guy up in Logan, which is a college town that's which up is there. right where Ferguson, Ferguson lives. Yeah, Ferguson's he, he lives up real there. close to there. So he's a, he's married, and he gets into this world of Warcraft, and he is playing non. Is this someone you know? No, this is it's it's the friend of my next door neighbor. Who, my next door neighbor plays all the time. Uh, so Jack, your buddy Jack, Jack, okay. yeah, his friend. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> So Jack's friend is play plays all the time. Like this kid gets into it. He gets up to his level 80, all this kind of stuff, right? <clears throat> so he's doing these raids with with his uh with his uh guild, I guess. See now right, see right. now how much I know about yes. this now. And so anyway, he gets going on these guilds and his wife comes in and he is just sweating profusely like getting into the stuff because he's leading these guilds, right? And she's had enough. And she she looks at him and she she starts crying. And she's like, "This has gone in the way of our marriage. If you can't stop it, we we're over. We have to make a decision right now. Dude drops what he's doing. Sweat dripping down his face, turns to his wife and goes, If you can't see that my people need me, I don't need you. Really? This is a real. This is real, dude. No they way. They got a divorce. No. He was dead serious. We are laughing about someone's misfortune and getting a yeah. divorce. Someone's addiction yeah. and then getting a divorce. But can you imagine? We are classy guys. Can you imagine being dead serious? If you can't see that my people need me, I don't need you. What was his character's name like? Uh, I don't even like, know. Like uh, Lega Moses? Or something. I don't know. I was listening. I was listening to an interview that Corey on the Midnight Podcast put on his yeah. about about uh, the guy, the lead singer from Cannibal Corpse, was like, "Listen, all those idiots who play Alliance, they, and, and they're all these elves, and they all name them Legolas. F you, F you hard, you pussies, and all this stuff." But I, I don't know. Maybe we'll play that. But I don't want oh, to. I don't so want to steal again from yeah. from freaking Corey because right. yeah, whatever. I'm going to do it anyway. Just tease him. We'll see. <laughs> we'll give him all the credit. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so that was my World of Warcraft story. So That is, that is actually really depressing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's hilarious. Because I, I can tell you right now that our listeners, there is not a soul that would do that. Uh, no. I, you know, <laughs> I honestly believe that there are very few people in this world that would do it. <laughs> Period. You know, whether they listen to us or not, but come on. Was, it was, oh, I laughed. Oh, my for, gosh. So that long. is unbelievable. Anyways. All right. So I'm done now. I'm all right. Done. So, okay. Well, we're, you know, we're, some t- like, I guess last show we even started off with a funny little tune. Yeah. But uh, little Mr. Bungle, uh, yeah. stop tickling me type, <laughs> type action. It's an after school special. My mom is better than yours with a little <laughs> bonus at the end of stop touching me. All right. So we're going to throw in, I, you know what? I, while this is playing, I'm going to look up who put it on the forums because okay. we have to credit this yeah. person because this is the funniest song awesome. ever. It rubs the lotion on its skin, it does this when it's told. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose. And when it's done, there's one more thing, a simple little task. It's put the fucking lotion in the basket. Put the fucking lotion in the basket All these stupid women are the same Helps me not to think of them as human So I call them it instead of by their names Mister, please, no more abuse Can't you see there's no excuse My family's probably wondering where I've been I'll starve you so your skin Stop crying now, you big fat moose. Just put the fucking lotion on your skin. 
And then put the fucking lotion in the basket Your chances for survival are remote I'm impervious to all your silly whining So wipe down before I jam a moth right down your fucking throat Mr. Please, my mom's got money Let me go, this isn't funny Cops are sure to send somebody Turn me loose, don't be a dummy Listen to you scream and wail Keep it down, you fucking whale Mind the broken fingernail The last girl climbed halfway but failed Someone at the door Don't make me go and get my gun and shoot you It's a waste of skin They don't sell fat girls in a fucking store Put my fucking precious in the basket Don't you hurt my one and only friend You don't know what pain is but I'll teach you If you lay a fucking finger on my poodle's pretty head Put the fucking poodle in the <laughs> All right, so that that song is awesome, but uh, guess who's a dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I found that and posted it on the forums. <laughs> wow, wow, we've been off the forums for a while. We can't even remember what we're putting up. Oh, you know, I've actually been on the last couple of days, That's but uh, I feel I don't know. I just felt kind of bad because I left everyone. Not that people give a crap about when I'm on them. I just I typically like to participate in all the wonderful. Well, there's a stuff lot of really on. good. Threads and there's oh, some yeah. good stuff. I learned a ton. Oh, and the problem is, is guy, you get behind a little bit, and it takes a little bit of work to get back into it if you miss it. You yeah, know? there's like 37 pages of of a couple of the different ones. And yeah, I'm like oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, so uh, what do we got next on the agenda? A little bit of feedback. Let's do a feedback. Let's do some voicemails. Let's do it. Hey, Sam, you're a douche. Okay, do I win? What? This isn't where you. This isn't where you enter the contest? Oh. Mike, you're a douche. Bye. You bastard. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> what What did we give away? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We gave away uh, three copies of Keith Latch's bestseller um, for, for calling Sam a douche. That's right. Apparently. I hope everybody enjoyed that. And we got them out to those winners. We, got, uh, we had three winners. We had Ferguson. We had McPeer. Oh, no, we didn't. We had uh, Mr. Horror. We had one other, damn it. God, why don't we do some research before the damn show? Yeah, you know it's what? been so... Now that we do it every two weeks, it's like impossible this to is, remember. This shit. is just... This is amateur. Yeah, well, this is freaking amateur hour. Duh. <laughs> but uh, if you guys read it, uh, call us in with a review and, and tell us a little bit about it. I've read the book, so I mean, I know. I Did you see Ferguson's uh, post, though? No. I can't believe I... Am oh, yeah. I really the first one? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice job, though. Now, appreciate people that attention. dude is so damn funny. He is funny. He gets on those forums in, what were we, pimping the forums a lot or something? I don't know. That guy, I don't know where he comes up with half the shit that yeah. he comes up with. Especially being in Logan. Yeah, well, maybe that's why, oh, because yeah. he's got nothing to do except for come up with wild, zany <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh. All right, Pierce actually sent us a couple of other ones. Hey, Mike, Sam, sitting here and listening to the uh, latest episode. I think it's pretty cool that you guys got the... Uh, 
the jobs over there with the SLC examiner as the uh, horror examiner and the uh, book examiner. Um, I actually have just recently sent a, uh, um, an application in here in North Carolina to become a breast examiner. And I've been handing out cards trying to, you know, build up my clientele base. Um, yeah, I'm not getting so much luck here. So I hope, you know, you guys are a little more successful in your career path. Thanks. Bye. That is rich. Did I, did I call him a bastard after the <laughs> yeah. first one? Well, now you're a double bastard. <laughs> By the way, there's some news about McPierce. He started up he his pregnant? own oh, podcast. Oh, well, good, good. I saw there was some dude having a baby. I just wasn't sure if it was him or not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Are you on the forums? No. Oh, just on the news. There's just some dude, period, having a baby. Yeah. Do you know we haven't even mentioned Michael Jackson died today? You know what? I And I have, unfortunately, I have a who else said that that I had to change. We're not going to tell you which one. No. It's but fairly obvious. It's fairly obvious. So when it comes, I'm just... I'm not going to tell you. You just have to guess. <laughs> anyway, back to McPierce. Go to a little dead dot mypodcast dot com. He uh, he puts out a little podcast now, and oh, I'll tell cool. and I'll tell you what. You know how ours are long winded and amateur and retarded. Yeah. Well, his are short, sweet, and to the point. Really? Yeah. He just puts out, for instance, uh, looks like he just put out another episode on the twenty third, which was a couple of days ago. A little dead update: Raccoon City map for Left 4 Dead and a naked Zoe. Mod? Oh, oh, he wow. just uh, <laughs> sweet dude. Well, and they're all pretty short. Like this yeah. one is one minute, and uh, I listened to one. Oh my gosh! I listened to one that was like thirteen minutes, and uh, which I told him, I said, "No, McPierce, you have to do it twenty minutes because that is exactly my commute." <laughs> No, but everybody go there, uh, a little dead dot mypodcast.com. Uh, it's Mick Pierce at his best. And speaking awesome. of Mick Pierce, we've got one more from him. And this one's not funny, but I need to talk about it. All right. It might be funny. I, I mean, I don't mean to. Anyway. Hey, guys. Mick Pierce calling in. Um, I just called a couple times beforehand. Hey, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but um, listening to this week's episode, I noticed that every time it goes to a voicemail, or at least most of the time it's going to a voicemail, I'm getting absolutely no audio. I don't know if the, the levels are low or if uh, when you uh, put those tracks in and merge down, if they didn't get lost. But I'm getting whole patches here, like a minute to like a minute and 15 seconds when it breaks away from you two talking. Um, I'm assuming it's going to a voicemail since you're uh, setting it up that way, but there's not a voicemail to be heard, not a voice, not a sound. I know what's up. All right. Oh, and um, Sam, I agree with Foco. I think you had a hood. You had a second hood. All right. Bye. Listen, that was a sad day when we found out that the audio had been cut out. But just so everybody knows, it was some sort of miraculous uh, gift from God. It was Julie's voicemails that just got erased. <laughs> cut that out. Oh, my cut gosh. That, cut that <laughs> shit out. You got to cut it out. She takes so much shit she from you. She does, but you know what? She's so good-natured about it. She and hasn't I, called in since that last one. Oh, is that? Oh, really? I doubt she's listening. Well, that wouldn't be good. You're a bastard. I, you know what? After everyone in McPierce's voicemail, somebody's a bastard, and this time it's you. <laughs> Listen, I have no problem with Julie, and, and she's so good-natured about me making fun of her. I can't make fun of anybody else because they're too sensitive, so mm-hmm. I only make fun of Julie. Well, and you know, on that subject, it sucked because, you know, and now this is honestly, I did... I swear to you, this is what happened, and I, I, I blame technical issues, because I put all those in. It's not that I forgot to put voicemails in. The voicemail was there, but for some reason, like a minute or, or however long of a few of them 
we're just blank. We're just yeah. a straight line. You right. know, when you're looking at the thing, and it's funny because I mean, you can you can uh, go, you can look at at uh, you know more time in a in a in a certain size window, or you can like expand it so you can only see, so you can only see a certain few seconds or whatever. But everything looked normal until I got below a certain threshold hmm. of opening it up. It would look normal, normal, normal line, and it wasn't there. So I have no clue what happened. Weird. And I will make sure that this episode. If that doesn't happen to you. Now, the problem is, is the first two days are typically our highest download days. For instance, we got like there, uh, the the second day, I think we got, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe we shouldn't say anyways. Yeah, a lot. But, we got uh, our, most of our downloads happen there because we have a new episode. Right. So, but basically most of the people got the bad one and like on the third day is when I got it up fixed. Oh. So I, I, I apologize for that. I have no idea what happened. Um, I mean, download it again, yeah. I guess. Because they were good voicemails. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they well, they good. always are. Yeah, I know. You know, what are you saying? Typically they suck? No. <laughs> Just teasing, dick. <laughs> Mike and Sam, what the fuck? All right, this is Slug. Um, after hearing last week's episode, i got to kind of, you know, clear the air on something. Um, I, although I, I will say this, I've thoroughly enjoyed your... Uh, guesses on a current occupation, um, as wrong as they are, uh, I, I just got to point something out. In my call, I gave a hint that it involved, you know, in a roundabout way, one of my favorite movies from the 80s. How the fuck does uh, sex toy tester and buyer relate to an 80s movie? I, I, I don't really see the connection there, Sam, but... Okay, um, and you know the same thing with Mike. What the hell? I didn't even know that it was a job that kept people from uh, taking books into the bathroom. Um, yeah, I, I don't do that job either. But I, I got to commend you on acting like you knew your shit, and just were like, "Oh yeah, this is what he does. He stands right outside the door and keeps you from going in. That's what he does." He told me. Wow. Damn. You lie to your eight wives like that. Holy shit. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I neither test sex toys, uh, especially the anal intruder. Um, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Um, and I don't stand outside of bathroom doors, which is equally kind of weird and disturbing. Uh, in fact, what I do is I build, like, the internal wiring components for chair lists. And some of you may be saying, hey, how does that relate to an 80s movie? Anybody seen the movie Gremlins? When the chick gets, like, killed by the chairlift that's taking her up the stairs? Yeah. That's how it relates to an 80s movie. Fucking Gremlins, bitch. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I make that. And, uh, yeah. Also make the... This the company I work for also makes the little oxygen masks that fall down on the ceilings of airplanes. Um, I don't work in that department, though, so um, I'm just kind of hatching my evil plan to recreate gremlins. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, all right. It's a great episode, as usual, even though you guys are dumbasses. Uh, still love the show. Uh, I'm going to try and make my way out there to Utah with Connie and uh, hang out with you guys, possibly even do a show. Oh, damn, did I spoil that? No, I didn't. Cause it may or may not happen. Uh, anyway, all right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. There's two. There's two things here. 
First of all, slug, shame on you for just figuring out that we are dumbasses. That's number one. Yes. Number two, I did hear the hint about the 80s movie, and so did Mike. And that's why we thought we were going with, well, we had to go with our favorite 80s movie, figuring everybody else's favorite 80s movie is Top Secret, (laughs) which is where the anal intruder comes from, brother. So, I mean, we did our best. We we really thought through it, and that's what we came up with. But you know what? I'm glad you cleared up the air. Good. I, I to be that. honest with you, this is this is the thing I took. This, this is the approach I took to it. I thought, okay, what jobs is Slug qualified to do? <laughs> Spooge mopper, horse inseminator, or bathroom book guard? Yeah. And I took that one. Nice, dude. That's kind of what I did. Well, see, so you took you took the uh, high road on that, and I. <laughs> I'm glad you I, did. I, t- I took the high road uh. of the hairless body. No, you don't get that Family don't, Guy joke. Know. Anyways, no, up here, I'll probably cut that out. No, I won't. Some lazy ass. But uh, so yeah, we're, we're you know we're we're glad you got a job and someone's gainfully employing you, Slug. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Otter. Just uh, you know, giving a very sleepy voice message here. Um, it's uh, going on one in the morning here on a lovely Tuesday evening, but. Uh, uh, good show, you know, the first three Friday the 13th movies, and actually, as a matter of fact, earlier this evening, my wife and I uh, rented the, the Blu-ray uncut original Friday the 13th. Uh, again, you know, these movies, and they're like, oh, the uncut, or, you know, the killer edition, or this, that, and this. I really don't notice anything that they add, maybe a few extra seconds of blood, or an extra flash of boob, or something. And uh, I know how most of us guys here on the Cadaver Lab uh, forums are. We seem to notice those boobs. It's it's an apparent thing. We're men. What do you expect? But uh, it's uh, kind of good, you know. You guys get the first three nightmares done, the first three Friday the 13th done. It'll be interesting when you guys go to do the next section because that's when the campiness really starts. And I'm kind of a believer that a lot of these movies... Um, the horror series, uh, you know, your Friday, Nightmare, Halloween, Chainsaw, um, not so much with the Hellraiser series, because I just went to shit after it, but it seems like a lot of these movies, after the third in the franchise, they really start to get campy and start to kind of just, you know, become what they are, just senseless killer flicks. And again, uh, the second Chainsaw movie was quite a, quite a campy movie compared to the original, but it was also made how many years later? But, uh, yeah, uh, just rambling. Um, nice uh, nice little touch of Mr. Bungle there. And, uh, Mike, I'm glad you enjoyed watching that Faith No More concert. Unfortunately, though, the rest of the su- uh, summer festivals over there, they don't webcast any of them. The uh, Download or Dinington Festival, whatever you want to call it, is the only one. Well, take care, guys. Bye. You know, that Faith No More concert was freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, and here, here's the problem with it. And I mean, I don't want to complain too much, but I'm at work. It's Friday, and uh, you know they have a set of they set of bands. I had I turned it on, and freaking Limp Biscuit was playing. So I was like, oh shit, you know. And then Corn played. And, you know, Corn. I I'm kind of almost indifferent with Corn. Some of it I like. Some of it I think is dumb. But I mean, but I don't like hate Corn or anything like that. But then. Sam picks us up, takes us out to lunch, which he threw up at. <laughs> Shit, that's right. 
Because he lost the bet last episode. He takes us out to sushi, throws it up. We were, we were late Dude. coming back to Faith No More, <laughs> which is the only damn band I wanted to watch. No, I'm, I, I, I shouldn't give Sam a hard time. I just brought that up as a way to give Sam some I for- shit. I uh, forgot about that. That was well, traumatic. What did we bet about? Oh, the guy in the wheelchair being in yeah. uh, Friday 13th. Yeah, I lost was, that bet. But, yeah. you know, it was, I, it was bad that I the experience I had at sushi. Oh my gosh. So we're sitting there and, and I'm only telling this story because it relates to the podcast because I beat him in a bet. So it's me, Sam, and actually Paul, former Cadaver Lab member, who by the way is who I'm going to be playing World of Warcraft with. <laughs> but uh, I can't believe he still talks to us anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, Sam takes us out to lunch and uh, all of a sudden I look over at Sam and his eyes are wide and he starts hiccuping and not just like normal it's like ah, 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 ah. and it's like dude drink some freaking water what are you doing all of a sudden he gets up walks out and then uh he comes back a couple minutes later he seems to be fine so what'd you do out there oh i threw up in a in a what a planter box i went outside and i walked around and people were looking at me because i'm sure i was sweating my face was red because we had the we uh, we got the sepiku which yeah. was the, it had a habanero pepper in it, and I ate the end. Yeah. And so this little red bumpy thing that was there was most of the pepper. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I, I, oh, man, it was so bad. So I went out, and I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't breathe. That was so it was so bad. funny. So I just, I leaned over to plant. I looked at you, and you had like a, <gasps> a panicked look on your well, face. Well, it's because I'm like, is it, how bad is this going to get? I hope I don't stop breathing because I'm hip- hiccuping. <laughs> Hopefully I don't have an, uh, an allergic reaction. <laughs> right. Panicking. But anyways, oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> that I so went outside funny. Main Street in Salt Lake and threw up. <laughs> great <laughs> oh man that's well you came back in and had some more yeah but i stayed clear away from that one yeah that's true damn what were we talking about oh faith no more yeah but it was it ended up being really cool we were actually talking about that today about oh. how if people were to stream or you know their concerts i would pay 10 bucks for one band or if it was yeah. an awesome band you know you know if they if they have like a band like or what do you call it like a big festival i don't know i'd pay some money i would have paid money to see faith no more or, you and know, you didn't have and to Opeth, that, right? Opeth, no, I didn't have to, played at that. But oh, they played right. on the second stage. And uh-huh. I was really bugged about that because Opeth is obviously uh, the greatest band in the world, mm-hmm. depending on the week, <laughs> uh, if Typo Negative or Allison Chains is not there. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. but anyway, um, what as far as, uh, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, that you're, you're saying that, yeah, the campiness starts at about three. I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. You know, I really like the movies that we had for today. Mm-hmm. And I know they're they're kind of the shittier ones. But there's some improvements. But they were so on it. fun. And there's some other ones that you know, we'll talk Did about I just it. Sound like a grandma. No. <laughs> just so fun. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's some good things that happen in them, so we'll get uh, into I, it. I will get into it. But yeah. uh no. But thanks for the call. We agreed. Faith No More dominates. Hey Mike and Sam, it's Johnny from Oklahoma. What's up? I was calling uh just got the new issue of Horror Hound and I'm starting to think that the people who write that magazine are members of the forum, because they have the new issue covers horror anthologies, which we talked about on the forums, the best Twilight Zone episodes, which we talk about on the forums, and also the Tales from the Crypt, they cover like all the way from the EC comics all the way into the most recent movies, which, you know, you guys just spoke about that recently, so I thought it was kind of funny, because like every time I flip the page of the magazine, I'm like, what the hell, man, I just heard about that, but uh yeah, I really enjoyed the Friday the 13th episode. I thought it was really good. Um, you might check out, I don't know if you picked up the Friday the 13th 4, 5, and 6 that just came out, but on each DVD they have like a 20-minute segment of a mockumentary. It is really funny, man. They uh, they basically they have a lot of horror directors and stuff on there. It's really cool. Like um, 
Stuart Gordon's on there. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff, like references to horror movies and stuff. They talk about, like, Cunningham Road and stuff. But, uh, uh, we were talking about, uh, the remake of Friday the 13th on the forums. And I talked about how the only thing that really pissed me off about the remake was the teenagers were annoying as hell and their dialogue sucked. And then I got I had got part four last week and I watched it again. And I don't remember the teenagers being that annoying in that, but they were, man. Even Crispin Glover was a douche. But uh no. And you guys were talking about spoilers on the last episode. You know, I think a movie if it's been out for over ten years, I think it's fair game. Um I think people who are listening to you know, a retrospective on Friday thirteenth should probably watch the movies first before uh listening to you guys talk about it. But I do have to call Sam out on something because Sam said on uh the episode that he didn't realize Mrs. Voorhees was the killer in the first Friday thirteenth until he watched it. But Scream's like one of his favorite movies it says on uh on the Cadaver Lab website. And they mentioned that in the first five minutes of Scream that Jason's mother's the killer. So called you out on that, man. But uh yeah, the Lifetime Kicking the Balls Award, man, that's Kevin Bacon all the way. Um, I mean, he's a douche when it comes to horror, and he doesn't, you know, claim it and stuff, but he doesn't have a sense of humor either, because he was on some show, and uh, they played a YouTube clip of, you know, a cover, it's like a parody of the Bad Company song, Feel Like Making Love, but it's Feel Like Bacon Love, and it's like a montage of clips of him, like, footloose and stuff, and he got pissed, man, like, stormed off the set. So, yeah, just he just gets the kick in the balls every time, man, for being a douche. Uh, I think that's all I got. Oh, uh, you guys talked about the girls. Sam was asking if he thought the girls stood the test of time. I think they do. I personally like, in the old horror movies, I like the 60s, 70s, and 80s girls. No, not the women in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. I like the women from those decades. You know, although the older women are kind of hot, too. But um, they were more natural, man. Like the new Friday 13th. And, uh, you know, a lot of these new movies come out, and these chicks are like... It's supposed to be in high school, but they're stacked, man. I mean... Chicks weren't like that in my high school. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they're drinking in that town, but shit. I like like where they're coming from. But anyway, I will let you go because, man, I'm rambling. And I called without, without really having my thoughts collected. So, all right, good job, guys. I will catch you later. Bye. Dude, you are always welcome to call in and ramble for a while. That, that was a great voicemail. I know that while we listen, we each have some responses. I took the liberty of getting a pen... To write down some notes. Would you like to start? Uh, all I was going to say is I appreciate you calling me out on that because while Scream is one of my favorite movies, you have to realize that uh, less than a year ago, barely less than a year ago, I started on this journey. Are we going to play like an anthem right here while I do this? Anyways. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I hadn't watched many horror movies. You know, Scream was a good one that I remembered. Hey, I like that show. I had to build some credibility, so I just had to put a list of movies on there. But if you go back, I think it still says The Exorcism of Emily Rose. You need to shit. change that shit. I need to change it big time because I have had, I've been baptized in the fire of what is good horror movies. <laughs> nice. And that list sucks. So while you did call me out on that and Scream is a good show, I have not seen that forever and I wouldn't have known what the hell they were talking did about. Did you hear they're remaking Scream? I heard it. Yeah. You know what else? And I just learned this on the forum. So if the guy on the forum is bullshitting me, I can't remember who it was, but I here I just haven't checked my sources on this. So if I'm talking out of my ass, I'm sorry. I read it on our forums. That's my source. Go <laughs> check it out. They're trying to get some of the same character, some of the same people to place the same characters. 
It's like, why remake the damn thing in the first place? Now, like I said, I'm not 100% sure on that. Maybe before I talked about it, I should figure out what I'm, what I, what I, you know, figure out the facts before I start going off. But isn't that weird? That is strange. Why remake it? Why not just repackage the damn, and this is what I said on the forums, they should just repackage the, the film digitally update everybody's haircuts and re-release it. Well, let me and let me just jump ahead a little bit too because we're talking about Scream and Nev Campbell was in that. Yeah. On on number on Nightmare on Elm Street number 4. Did you know that the guy that played Joey on there he actually got uh-huh. a sex change and and that's where Nev Campbell came from. <laughs> like if you go look, I'm not even kidding. Like as soon as I saw that dude I'm like, "What the hell is Nev Campbell doing playing a boy?" And then I figured it out. She got a he got a sex change and became Nev Campbell. So I want you guys to go look at that because I am not. By the I'm way, serious. he did that for Scream. Really? Was she in anything before Scream? She was. I'm. She was on Party of Five. Not that I really know that. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, uh, I I vaguely remember as a like a teen. Oh, it was about this. You know what? I remember it because wasn't it on? Uh, wasn't it was that on, on like Family Guy? Didn't they make fun of it on Family oh, Guy sure. or something? Oh no, 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 they made fun of. Uh, What's that one that James Vanderbeek's in? Uh, Dawson's Creek. Busted! <laughs> now listen, that's one I never watched. Uh, okay, Party of Five, I caught Nev Campbell a couple of times. All right. Maybe. No, say, say your thing about December. Oh, yeah. Remember this voicemail that we just listened to, and remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and we will tell you what that means on December 1st. We cannot say anything we until will not. December 1st. No. By the way, as far as Horror Hound copying us, uh, we're actually copying them. We just It just takes a little bit longer for them to get their uh, issues out. We have a mole. <laughs> we have a mole in there. Molly, molly, molly. But Kevin Bacon getting the kick in the balls award. This is, here's what. That, that gave us an idea. We're coming up on our year show. That July. Is so what is crazy. it? July 20th. Yeah, no kidding. Can you is that when it was put out, or is that, that when you no? That was in our that was our first release date. Okay, it's July twentieth, nineteen two thousand eight. Yeah, and uh, what we're thinking of is is this just gave us an idea that he that uh, you're saying you nominate Kevin Bacon for the Lifetime Kicking the Balls Award? Why don't we do a little award show with with yeah. some uh, horror related categories and maybe just take an episode to do that? Wouldn't that be, and uh, basically. Right now, everybody either email or voicemail us funny categories. Yeah, we're not talking about serious like best kill, none of that stuff. Well, no, I mean, no, no, everybody because, does I mean, those. We don't want to. Miller do that. Zombie does that, and yeah, Splattercast does and, that, and you know what they do? They, do, they a do a good, good job. job. Yeah, so we're not gonna. Fine. We're not gonna. Well, plus they're a lot classier than we are, right. so we're not gonna try to right. you know inch in, in that whatever. We're, we're we're gonna try to be funny. Yeah, like uh, best titties. Yeah, <laughs> except for it's not best titties. It's best titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh by the way speaking of uh 60s 70s and 80s chicks farrah fawcett just died the oldest yeah. woman that i would have still done <laughs> <laughs> she died the same day michael jordan uh G- michael jordan oh, michael wow. jackson died yeah what's up with that dude i'm yeah. still mad i had to change my stupid who else said that that's just not cool by the way speaking okay first of all we have a little surprise at the end of the show where, where nobody has gotten the death scene from, what was it, episode 33. Mm-hmm. We let it ride last episode. And last episode was episode 34. Yeah. Oh, you gave me a weird look like you didn't no, know No, I was just talking. trying to, you said, yeah. Episode anyways. 30. Anyways, yeah. nobody got it. So we're going to, uh, well, we'll keep it out there. So if anybody happens to get it, we'll send them a, 
you know, regular old cadaver lab prize disc. This week we're going to play another death scene. We're, we're, we're going to do another one. And, and just cause pe- just so we don't piss people off, you know, because they're all bummed out that we, that we gave them such a damn hard one, we're going to give an extra special prize. And I just bought the Blu-ray of the new Friday the 13th Killer Cut, and it came with a, uh, a digital copy. Well, let's just say I already had a digital copy. <laughs> so we're going to give this one away, key and all, uh, as uh, for the uh, in its cover for the winner of, of a new death of scene. a new death scene. Okay, yeah, yeah. Am we're, I responsible for that? Because I always come up with good ones. And I think Florida Possums actually. I think we still have a cash that she. Hopefully, uh, she did a hard one then. Because she somebody, did the last hard well, one. This one should be hard too, though. Let's make sure it's tough. All right. Thank you for that. Just those, call me master. Those words of uh, encouragement, yeah. you bitch. <laughs> Sorry about the bitch thing. Oh, anyway, that's about that's about all I had to say. I, I had more stuff to say, but uh, I wrote down, but I don't think it's as funny now. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Patrick in New York. Uh, listen, I was just calling about your Nightmare on Elm Street show, uh, or whatever the hell it was called. Uh, I'm surprised to say I am was genuinely impressed by the whole thing. You guys did a bang-up job, and I mean that from the deepest, darkest, squishiest part of me. Um, yep, I was really um, surprised and impressed by the uh, intelligent and tactful way you guys handled the alleged gay one, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Uh, I was expecting a lot of the usual that I hear about this when it comes up on podcasts and I wind up squirming, because it's usually people acting like a bunch of uh, sniggering douchebag frat boy closet cases, and you guys are clearly not frat boys. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, just the, it was really kind of smart the way you said people kind of seeing it what they want, like, you know, the Book of Revelations or whatever you said, and that was the best answer I've ever heard towards that, because me, as a lifelong homo, never saw anything erotic in that at all, except for the exploding canary, because that is hotter than a gerbil. That all kidding, anyway, um... Yeah, and you know, I've never seen anything gay in it. It's it's kind of a stretch. If anything, it's homophobic. And uh, any of you, the guys at Bloody, Bloody Good Hard did a couple of weeks ago with the screenwriter, proved what I said. I had it out with John Schnars at Horror Hound Weekend that it was homophobic. And he's like, no, it's not. It's homoerotic. I'm like, whatever, closet case. But hey, um, I love you, John Schnars. Hi. Uh, yeah, so tell you what. When uh, Bloody Good Horror Guys did the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street series a couple of uh, months ago, they kind of shat all over the original, and it really ticked me off, because I was there when that op- opened in the theaters. Actually, two weeks before it opened, I went to a sneak preview, and it was fucking amazing, because nobody had any idea what they were in for. Travel with me, if you will, back to the dark recesses of time, to a movie theater in Manhattan. 1984. It is packed to the gills with a bunch of urban high school kids for the most part and nobody knew anything what this movie was about. The trailers told you nothing. Really, all it said, they were very short, the TV trailers, and it just said, you know, something is coming for the children of Elm Street, Wes Craven presents, blah, blah, blah. It looked like another slasher movie, which, you know, that's what we were getting at the time. So, when the lights went down, it was a typical rowdy crowd. You know, people horsing around and yelling back at the screen and being stupid and but then all of a sudden, when Tina wakes up from her dream about halfway, uh, half an hour in, and the cuts start happening anyway, and she starts bouncing off the walls of the room, you know what I'm talking about. You could have heard a fucking pin drop in that theater. Nobody knew how to process anything, and it was amazing. It was like I watched 400 people get the rug pulled out from underneath them. See, I kind of knew what was coming because I had read Fangoria, so I had a little bit of a, uh, an edge on everybody else. But nobody else had a fucking clue, and it blew their goddamn minds. 
For the rest of the movie, you could have heard that pin drop. It was so tense. Because all the rules had been broken. And everyone just sat there like a bunch of idiots. And it was incredible. Uh, it was dead silent, except when people would just scream their heads off. When that tongue came out of the phone, I have never heard an urban audience scream like that. No irony. No fucking around. 500 people went, ah! and myself included. And it was fucking awesome. And you know what? If people are fucking picking on the fact that you can see the mattress at the end of the staircase, you could suck my balls. First the left one, then the right one, then the line straight down the middle right to the juicy taint. Okay? Because fuck you. Fuck you sideways. Christ. Back then, you didn't have the whole movie market as much, the home video market. You couldn't go and rewatch things whenever the fuck you want. Well, you could, but you had to have a lot of money to do so. So, you know, if something got a flub happened in the movie, they were more likely to leave it in there because, hey, you're only going to see it in the movie theater. What, are you going to be like, hey, Pajaja, just run that bag. I think I saw a mattress. No, for the most part, you, it was there and gone before you knew it. So, fuck you! Uppity film school bitches. Damn! Anyway, you guys are definitely not uppity film school bitches. You're just bitches. And I love that about you. Uh, I've talked a really long time, so I'm going to hang up now. So, bye. <laughs> that was an awesome voicemail, I must say. You know, it's... it's I don't know. Why, why am I still getting shocked at awesome voicemails? We get some awesome voicemails, but Patrick, yours kicks so much ass. Yeah. That was that was that made me turn red because I was laughing so damn hard. Well, and what a great uh, description of and, and how cool would that have been to go to the oh, no theater doubt. and envious. see that? I am envious yeah, about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, um, you know, uh, Patrick was talking about those douchebags who mentioned the mattress thing. Yeah, you yeah, mentioned that. He invited. <laughs> he gave you an invitation. I think you need to take him up on did it. Did I? Did I mention it on the air though? Uh. I don't. Re- I don't I, remember. I know we talked it. about it, and you know what's funny is uh, we, me, and you each have uh, something like that from the movies today, and now I'm a little gun shy. Why? Gun shy. What? What? Uh, what are you talking about? Well, like well, there's the mattress. So oh, you saw the mattress. oh, oh, oh! In you my, have, you have, have one. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have. A you, rope. Want, you want to know? I have what's a funny. hand in this one. The funny thing is, is the rope. We did. He's right. We did. My wife and I were watching this part. She noticed something out of the ordinary, and I went back to look at yeah. it. I'm like, no shit. I didn't notice it the first time. So he's right. And that's what yeah. I did with the one. I saw like a black thing when stuff was coming out of Freddy's head. I'm like, did I just see something weird? And I went back and did it in slow motion. There's a hand moving a puppet. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, those that's, crazy that's guys great. who made Nigmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I, that is two episodes in a row where where I have screwed something up. Yeah, I apologize. Sucks. I am... I'm a I'm worthless. What what are you what are you gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what though. That freaking voicemail put me in a great mood. That, that was awesome. Let's see. Now coming up to our last voicemail. I think that uh, here comes the disclaimer. Yes. Now we're gonna get serious for a second because there, we're gonna play a, a voicemail from Stephen. Now can I say one thing real yeah. quick? I wouldn't say anything to Schnars from Bloody Good Horror because he doesn't listen to us. All right, was that worth cutting you off for? No, I don't know. I don't even know Bye. what the hell you're talking about. Okay, no, anyways. Okay, but so so here's the disclaimer. So there, there's there been, and, and I, I've i heard some things coming from the, a couple of podcasts that have just been vile, and we'll just be honest about it. And we don't we don't want to do that on this show, but, um, you know, there, there's a couple of podcasts involved, and so Stephen called up to issue an apology, and the only reason why we're going to play that on this show right now is because, well, it, because first of all, the it, it's, let's put it this way: it's a long story back and forth. We don't want to. We don't. First of all, we don't want to dwell on it too much. Yeah. We don't want to 
you know, bring it up. We don't want to fan the flames, but it's been kind of going back and forth for a while. And that's in, you know. Yeah, it's been anyway. going back and forth. And the only reason why we're going to play this voicemail on this show is because we have talked about the douche cast and asked some of our listeners to go over there and listen to that because we participated in it. And because we're doing that, then we feel like we have to play this voicemail on the show. And it's, an, it's an apology for what was said over there. And once this is played, that is the end of it on this show. Like I mentioned, there were vile things said on both sides. We are not going to do that on this show, and we're not uh, condoning anything. So we'll let this we'll let this play, and then after that, it's over I, on this show. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but yeah. So and and that's a disclaimer on about the douche cast. I mean, we had a good time doing it. There were some things that were said that. That uh, well, let's, I guess let's just play the let's just play the voicemail. Yeah. But those of you who've heard the douchecast are going to understand this. Uh, those of you who haven't, go check out the douchecast anyways because you know we talk about a lot of good shit. But uh, we're going to go ahead and play this. Tell, tell me like you done before about the mother guys and about us. Don't tell like you done before. over there okay I'll tell you so you can almost see it okay over there guys like us they got no family and they ain't got nobody in the world to give the hoot and hell about them. But but not us that's it George but not, not us Tell about us now. Not us. Because? Because I got you. And I got you, George. That's what that gives a hoot and hell about us. George, but tell tell now how it's going to be. We're going to get a little place. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get a little place, and we're going to... We're going to... Have. We have a cow, some pigs. We're gonna have maybe maybe a chicken. Down the flat, we'll have a little field. Be the alfalfa for the rabbits. The rabbits. And I get to tend the rabbits. Oh yes, a touching scene from the great movie of Mice and Men. Uh, the story of a fucking retard who can't string two thoughts together, and his normal friend who has to bail him out of all the shit he gets himself into. Great, great fucking movie. Great performances by Gary Sinise and John Malkovich. Anyway, Mike and Sam, how you doing, guys? You know, it's been a fun fucking weekend. And you know what? I am calling in today to issue a public apology. Not because I want to be Lucas's buddy or give a shit about Danny, but the fact is I broke one of my own rules, which is if somebody acts like a dick, you don't fucking attack the person. You attack the behavior. And what I did fucking Saturday night was, you know, go off on uh, Lucas's handicap. And to be honest, that was not cool. That wasn't in character for me, I had a shitty week, and I'm not going to fucking make excuses. I fucking did it. It seemed funny at the time, but, you know, 
it was the wrong thing to do. And uh, when s- some people grow up and get older, you know, they learn to man up for their mistakes. So, you know, that was my mistake. Shouldn't have attacked uh, fucking Lucas's handicap. So to all the listeners and to Lucas, I apologize. Um, now, of course, they're probably going to say, well, why didn't you call us and apologize? Well, what's the point in making it fucking a public apology uh, if no one's going to hear it? So why not do it on the Cadaver Lab since everyone's riding on their coattails? Uh, so I appreciate, Mike, you uh, giving me this little forum. And as for the comments that Danny had to make, the fact that it just kills me that they would go after Jeff as hard as they did when Jeff probably said the least about them. Of course, they're not going to say anything bad about Cadaver Lab because, you know, you know, we all ride on your coattails, guys. Uh, but, you know, we don't want to insult Mike and Sam. <laughs> we don't want to insult Vaughn because uh, we play video games with him every now and then. But Jeff, who hardly fucking said anything, you're going to fucking go after him and talk shit about his girlfriend? You know, and as far as the low blows directed at me, you know, I'm fine with that because of the fact that, you know, I fucking started with the low blows. Uh, like I said, you know, I fucking went below the belt. So, you know, I'm fine. And, you know, if your game, a game, is to come at me with you're old and you're fat, well, you know, and you're bald. Okay, yeah, I'm a little older than the rest of you fucking kids. Uh, I've got so much testosterone coursing through my fucking massive balls that fucking forced the hair off the top of my head. And, uh, wow, you know, I'm ugly. But, you know, if you look at this fucking nose, you know what they say about guys with big noses? It's fucking true. That's why a guy as ugly as me has never had a fucking problem. And the other, and calling me a fag, alright, that's cute and all, you know, when you're 13, I think was the last time somebody called me a fag. Then you want to critique my hair and my clothes, and then call me a fag? That seems a little ironic. Wow, but if that's your best shot, jeez, I really don't know what to fucking say. Um, Congratulations, I'm glad we were able to uh, get a few listeners your way. Um, hope you've got enough sense to fucking keep them. Yeah, um, and by the way, it's not a mullet. Uh, I just, when it's hot out, I just comb all my hair back. Of course, I don't have very much because I'm so fucking old. What's the uh, famous old saying? It's hard to engage in a battle of wits with an unarmed opponent, so... I really don't have much else to fucking say. I do have the, no, no, I do have one more thing to say. Uh, you do say that, you know, since this started, you've got a bump in listenership. First off, I don't even know what our fucking downloads are because we're actually split over two servers. You know, my personal show, I haven't seen a fuck, any fucking movement at all. So apparently you needed us to feed an audience to you and not the other way around. But anyway, what the fuck? And secondly, you know, I don't know how the fuck you could even know what our listenership is anyway, considering, you know, I'd have to call Mike and get the numbers off of the one server and add them to the numbers to the other server. So, wow, maybe you're psychic or something. But anyway, uh, really, I don't have any 
response other than that. If that's your best shot, okay, goody for you. And, um, you know, I think based on the looking at the comments over on our site, I know our listeners are going to be for us and your listeners are going to be for you. And then the crossover ones are going to be like, well, you know, this is bullshit. And, you know, that's fucking fine, too. You know, like I said, I'll, I'll man up and apologize for going below the belt. Uh, he said, you attack the behavior, not the person. And, uh, so Lucas, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I fucking, you know, made comments that, uh, we're way the fuck out of line. Uh, if you think this means that I excuse fucking Lucas shooting his mouth off, nah, I don't care what the fuck's wrong with you. If you're going to run your mouth, know what the fuck you're talking about. Anyway, that's all the fuck I've got to say. Mike and Sam, sorry, it really wasn't this, that funny this time around. Uh, you're gay. There, does that help? You know, uh, yeah. And another thing, guys, uh, Midnight Horror Show, you got to watch the fag talk because it's going to cost you your uh, fucking star over on iTunes. Yeah, that's some tough shit. Don't worry, go there. Oh, well. Until next time, be cool, bitches. All right, so there it is. That is the end of that uh, whatever was started. Um, And we're going to move on because we have an awesome show. And I am so excited to talk about these movies. You know what we should do right now? What? Take a quick break. And and I'm going to talk a little bit about the music we're playing today. Now, typically we do some metal. We do Mm -hmm. some weird stuff. But I'm going to take you back to the days when Sam and I were in high school. Yeah! Play some good old-fashioned grunge. Sorry to all those metalheads out there. You know, you may you may enjoy this stuff, too. But uh, so so today's th- musical theme is Seattle in the 90s. Now take Ooh. it away. Actually, we're going to play a promo first, so. Okay. This is Bill from Outside the Cinema. If you're hearing this, then you probably like podcasts. Logical. Flawlessly logical. Well, let me tell you, if you like horror movies, exploitation films, and underground and cult films, why not check out Outside the Cinema? You gotta tell them! www.outsidethecinema.com You're a smart motherfucker. Hey man, I try.
This is a tribute to girls who are only in movies to show their assets. Welcome to Hollywood. We appreciate you boobing here. Nothing says, this is my big break, like a shower scene without your face. If your breasts have their own makeup time, you, Madam Mamrie, have made it. If you get questions like, have you had any work done? Do you tan topless? Or have your nipples ever been in an accident? Then this tribute is for you. What do condoms, pregnancy tests, and you have in common? They're all used for one thing and then discarded. Off-center, lopsided, droopy, these spell doom for talent like you. How does it feel to read your lines that say, jiggle here, bounce there, nipple left, breast right? We love you, old flashy girl. You were the first set of hooters we knew. Too bad we didn't know that they were attached to Terry Benson or Brittany Simpleton. So rack up some more parts, make us all hooter and holler, be the breast you can be, and don't be shy even a little tit. Because we always will honor you, O Queen of Obscurity. You may be a butterface, but the good news is, we didn't even see your face in the first place. <laughs> we slipped that little tribute in on you. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. That may be a little less controversial than World of Warcraft. Yeah, a little less controversial. It just basically uh, made women into objects, and we just don't condone that type no. of thing. No, no, no. Anyway. Oh, all right. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, let's get into it today. We are going to be talking about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, Part 5, and Part 6. Uh, let's start with uh, Part 4, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, The Dream Master. Do you know? What terror is. Hello. Do you live here? Nobody lives here. Real terror. How long has it been since you've been on Elm Street? Welcome to a brand new nightmare. He is the first in fear. I will you help me! I'm sorry for someone help me, please! Second to none. Don't let them put you to sleep. He has no mercy. And no equal. Now no one sleeps. Get ready. This August, your wildest dreams will come true. How sweet, fresh wind. A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, The Dream Master. Uh, came out in 1988. IMDb gave it a 5.1. It uh, was directed by Rennie Harlan, who did uh, also directed Exorcist The Beginning. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, Cliffhanger, The Covenant. You, you ever see The Covenant? Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't that. like that no. show anyway. Um, it was written by William Kotzwinkel. That is his name. K-O-T-Z Winkle. Wow. Wow. Uh, only, only a dude as cool as the Fonz could get away with a stupid-ass name <laughs> like that. Uh, budget, $13 million. Gross, $49.7 million domestically. So, I mean, that... These are money makers, and as we go through all three of these, they uh, 
as Otto was saying, they may get a little more campy and a little more cheesy, but man, were they money makers. Now, Tuesday Night is the name of a woman who played Kristen Parker, and she actually took the place of uh, Patricia Arquette, who was ha- was pregnant at the time. She played oh, Patricia really? Arquette, Arquette's uh, character. Who? Which Arquette was in Crash? Because I said Patricia earlier. Oh, you did? Yeah. No. Was it Roseanne Arquette? Roseanna Arquette. Shit, my bad. But, my uh, bad. That's, that's cool, man. Kevin Sagos played uh, Roland Kincaid. Rodney Eastman played Joey Crusoe. That's Neff Campbell. <laughs> that's Neff Campbell. Uh, he was in part three, too. Yep. Anyway, uh, Lisa Wilcox played Alice Johnson. Andres Jones played Rick Jordan. Danny Hassel played Dan Jordan. Brooke Thies, who was in what what 80s sitcom with Nancy, with Heather Lingenkamp. I have no Just idea. Just the ten of us. Oh. What? You didn't watch know. that show? Just a, Is that with... No. No. Anyway, so they were, they were, they happened to both be in Nightmare on Elm Street sequels, and they were both in a stupid ass eighties uh, sitcom. Sweet dude. Toy Newkirk played Sheila Sheila Kopecky, and Robert England played Freddy Krueger. Synopsis: Following the previous Nightmare film, Dream Demon Freddy Krueger is resurrected from his apparent demise and rapidly tracks down and kills the remainder of the Elm Street kids. However, Kirsten, who can draw others into her dreams, wills her special ability to her friend Alice. Alice soon realizes that Freddy is taking advantage of that unknown power to pull a group of children into his foul domain. So what do you think? You know, this was um, this, this movie was okay. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty good. You get into it, you kinda, it was kind of lost on me for a little bit because some of these names start going... All the same, like they're they're kind of normal names and everything. So it took me until I was about halfway through before I figured out. I'm like, wait a second, is this the same Kristen that was in? Is this was the girl's name Kristen in number three? Yeah. So I didn't really understand that that's what was going on. I mm-hmm. just didn't. I don't follow the mythology of because the rules change so much. Because Freddie dies at the end of every one, and then somehow he comes back, and it's not a really great explanation of how he's able to come back. I don't. I mean, they well, just what, kinda, what was it? All of a sudden, a dog piece fire. Yeah, and then he's he's out for <laughs> well, some reason. I guess and, I, I guess he never was really dead or, or gone or something like that because he really. Did, I, well, I, how exactly does he come back? I mean, what's her name? Uh, was it Alice that started having dreams and the, about him, and then all of a sudden he then can, uh, no 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 it was Kristen because Kincaid mm-hmm. was pulled into it and Joy was pulled into it. Uh, they kind of get pissed off at her because it's like, listen, quit pulling us into your dreams. Freddy's dead, whatever. But apparently their fear of him resurrects him somehow. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, know. that's what I'm saying. It's not really clear. And, and to be honest, it doesn't have to be clear because you just need Freddy to, to come out and start Absolutely. wreaking havoc. And that's fine. And let's be honest. His uh, stop-motion skeleton put back together... Uh, you know, with the with the guts coming back to that was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was very well done. I mean, it was it was eighties practical effects in action. Yeah, you know it. it you know, reverse melting and stuff. Exactly, I mean, it was cool. It yeah. was cool. So other than that, and, and the only other things that I had with this movie, and we'll get into a little bit more maybe, but I I, I thought there was a little bit of a lack of gore. Um, you know, that kind of brought this down for me. There were some good effects right towards the end, and that's where I saw. If you look at uh, hour one. Uh, 124, so one hour and 24 minutes, uh-huh. and about the 20th second in that, um, there's a hand controlling a puppet in on Freddy's shoulder <laughs> that just made me laugh. Listen, I and you now know, Patrick's going to kick my ass. I'm but. not. I'm not going to argue with you. 
as far as the fact that there was no gore. But this is where, I mean, we had some awesome kills in parts one through three, but this is where I think that they started to get fairly, I mean, you know, I hate to just say they started, but I think they continued to be, uh, to come up with awesome ways to kill people. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think, I still think my favorite death so far in the Nightmare on Elm Street series is Tina's. I mean, because that one where, where she gets, where she's flying, they're pulling up, somebody's holding her, and she gets her you know, guts ripped out, and all, there's blood all over the place. That's got to be one of my favorite ones. But, I mean, there were some, there were some really, for instance, I mean, they weren't, they weren't quite as gory. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about a couple of the kills. First of all, uh, let's just talk about what was his name, Joey? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's sitting, and this is how I want to go out, actually. <laughs> he's laying on his, uh, on his waterbed, you know. All of a sudden he feels some, hey, you know, there's, there's somebody tapping me on the shoulder from inside my water mattress, rips, a, rips the uh, uh, blankets off, and there's a nude lady. The pinup from his poster. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you got to go out, what are you going to do? Could go out in worse ways. But the thing is, is what wasn't going on was the was what they could you know do in the first one because you know or the the first couple because it was still kind of new. Yeah, stick the uh, knives in your gut, you know stuff like that. And, and like I said, I'm not saying that there weren't any of kills, but I'm just saying they they kind of had to up the ante as far as create creativity goes. Well, and I think they had to along with that. You, you have the glove with the razors that have just become iconic. Right. So instead of killing people with them, they're used more as a hey, this is Freddy, this symbolizes him, and, and this is scary just to see the glove. Because there weren't that many people that were actually killed by the glove, right? I mean, he's... Right. I mean, he is kind of... They're not showing much of that. And I guess a couple of them were stabbed, but like you said, that gets old after a while. Like, we go back to the Friday the 13th. We're going to see the same kills in number three that we saw in number one. The same body coming halfway down out of a tree. Right. You start repeating those things, and it gets old. If right. you're going to sustain a franchise like with Nightmare on Elm Street where they kind of went soap opera a little bit, where you start talking about kids and yep. you know stuff like that and babies and, and, and things like that, which drives me nuts. But was that in four or was that in five? No, that was five. in five. Okay. But, but you've got you know different people that have these different powers of dream well, masters. Here's the, well, stuff, in, in, in number three where they have the powers, this one kind of had the same type of deal mm-hmm. where, I mean, we mentioned that there, there's a new character named Alice, and apparently Kristen wills her power to her. So now Alice is... Kind of can kind of control dreams. She can pull people in, you know. She can go into other people's dreams to help them out, <clears throat> you know. And also, she has a brother who's like a karate master. He dies. Spoiler, but uh, you know, then he she like absorbs his nunchuck talent. But uh, getting back, getting back to the original kills, stuff like this. And, and this is what I was thinking of. I, I I thought to myself, why, you know, when okay, so number one through three were successful regardless of how good we thought they were. I mean, I thought one of three were freaking awesome, but every single one of those was a success. And you, you think to yourself, well, why aren't these kills dark and gritty and disturbing like those? And I think what it was is they just were trying to come up with a way to make it fresh, yep. to keep it fresh. They made a decision to make Freddy, you know, okay, so we've seen Freddy at the... And by the way, this is just my theory. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't read anything mm-hmm. on this or anything like that. So in comes the... The taunts, mm-hmm. in comes the the one liners, yep. and uh, you know. And to be honest with you, I I don't have a problem with the one liners and stuff like that. In fact, I have a list of them. I think in number five, that there that happened in number five, but I don't mind those at all. 
Uh, but what I do like is the taunting because he doesn't he doesn't typically just come up to someone and kill them. He plays with them a little bit, you know, and then kind of kills them. Which, yeah, when it's kind of lighthearted and comedic, it's not as disturbing on the surface. But if you think about it, what a sadistic son of a bitch! Well, there's that, and I think that if you're gonna like we're talking about, if you're gonna sustain a franchise and keep making it fresh, you you have to put that stuff in there. Because you can't do the same story every time. Well, you have to do, and, and to their credit, they killed people in different ways, and they had more people with more powers, so you, you can't just have someone, okay, Freddy's got all the power because he kills you in your dreams. You can't do seven, eight movies right. with that same storyline. It's funny because one thing I noticed, too, well, I mean, I, it's not like I, I noticed this and I'm great for noticing, but one thing they did was they, it was bound to happen that all the kids from Elm Street we're going to die. Right. So what they do is they kill off, they, 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 you know, and this is going to be spoiler laden, I'm sorry, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I think people have come to expect that from us. They, basically, they killed off all the Elm Street kids, and so we're not still thinking, oh my gosh, there's an extra Elm Street one until part six. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That's but, not uh, the part, but I but the, but, Right, but the thing is, is, uh, um, you know, now, okay, Freddy... We get a little bit of backstory. By the way, we'll talk about six. But we get a little bit of more backstory. Uh, no, did they talk about? Uh, they did go over a little bit with uh, in part four with the son of a hundred maniacs, didn't yeah. they? They they showed a a point where Amanda. Yeah. I don't know why, but I like that angle of the story. I do too. I think I think that's great because and just like you were saying last episode, I'm glad they didn't pull a, an SVU on it and say, oh, so we should feel sorry for That's him. right. They don't but ever They don't that. ever do that. But the thing is, is, how interesting is it? I mean, if we want to talk about this from a purely psychological level, and I know I'm, I hope I'm not blowing anybody's mind that the fact that <laughs> I would ever consider... That you know, just happened. That did not. <laughs> he got jacked up! <laughs> Anyways, but... Uh, if we think about it, I mean, if you you could take this as a study of nature versus nurture or whatever like that. Maybe maybe I'm looking a little bit too much into it, but I have to say that that um, you know the first one we didn't uh, the first the third one we found out you know his backstory, but this one they flesh it out a little bit, and I think they did a good job with it. I think I like number four more than you did. Is is what it says? No, I, I in fact I liked it a lot. Um, you know, and part of it is when you when when we start saying, "Hey, how do you like it?" I got to go back and compartmentalize which one was which because they start running together a little right. bit. Right. So, did was the wheelchair guy in number six or number five? <laughs> <laughs> it's the number three, you bastard. Oh, stupid. Um, but uh, no, I like this one a lot. In fact, the only things that brought it down one notch for me because I give this a buy. And I, w- I would have given it a bone saw. Was it towards the end? I'm just like, there's just there's not enough gore. And then there was an 80s dressing montage. I have that in the notes. Dude. Who was it again? I can't remember. It was uh, Alice. I wasn't going to bring it up because I couldn't remember who it, it was. was. It was it was the freaking A-team. She's like putting her shit on. I was like, what? And they play this montage while she's doing it. Because she's sucking. She can use all the powers of everybody that died. Right. You know, okay. And now, now that we've talked, I guess a little bit about how good the movie is. Let's mm-hmm. talk about a couple of things that piss the shit out of me. Yeah, piss the yeah, shit pissed. out of me. I just should be pissed. Piss off. me off. Piss. Anyways, piss me off so bad that I, that shit. I shit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Alice has a brother who's a dildo. Yeah, and he really hurt this movie for me a lot. First of all, his character was okay. His character was fine. Most of it was fine, but there were two scenes in that. 
when it real when he just took me out of it and made me embarrassed for him on the scene. So I can't remember exactly who dies, but he's talking to but his his girlfriend goes running off down the hall in the school. And he's talking to the tall jock guy. Oh, that's right. And then he looks at him and says, Man, what are we doing? We're dropping off like flies here. And then just yeah. does the worst, weirdest looking, most unnatural run yeah. down the hall. I noticed that. And that one that that one I I I, I just thought, oh, it's yes. now, and I'm not usually that nitpicky about stuff, you know, about these movies, especially if they come out in the '80s. You know, they have that little extra bit of Mike loves them because they're from the '80s. But that one really just pissed me well, off. Well, it had the Michael J. Hawks bounce, Michael J. Fox bounce to it. What, are you saying it's a bad thing? N- well, kind of. It's obnoxious. Like you know how he bounces around, kind of. And you you know, he does. That's exactly what this guy tried to do, but he was so retarded. Well, about and how and, he and did the it. problem is, is he was just so overacting. Oh, oh, big at time. the time, because the guy's like, "What you believe her story?" He's like, "Listen, I don't know what to believe." But listen, Dan, we're dropping like flies here. And then that's when he does a little bounce like Michael J. Fox and turns around and just runs like he's almost ready to fall down. Yeah. And he gets like to his sister and he like pounds on the locker. like, And she was like five five to ten paces down. Yeah. It's, it's not like he had to run his ass off to get there. I, I promise now that we've talked about that, if you guys go watch that, you will laugh at that part. That was, I think, a little bit extra annoying to me because it, it's right after one of the main characters dies. You know, and you're feeling, I mean, you're, you're not like feeling it, but I mean, you're just, you know, you know that there's supposed to be that somber mood and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he does that and you're just like, oh, shoot. Well, then there's some masturbation overtones on this. What? Like when Sheila gets turned into a blow up doll. I mean, I, when blow that up. happened, that the, uh. Oh, wait. I don't remember. She was Sheila. She was the, the girl with glasses. Oh. The black girl with glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. She got turned into a blow up yes, doll. And she I was did. like, wow, I actually want to, I wish I had one of those right <laughs> now. No, just kidding. <laughs> I just want to start the feud so Patrick will call back you bastard. About, about overtones. <laughs> this movie, I didn't like it as much as three. I didn't like it as much as one. Mm-hmm. But I, it's close up there. I mean, and I, I will, I will still give this movie a buy. That's what I. Let do. me let me look over my notes real quick. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, there, I think there's one more thing I want to talk about. Oh, one thing too. There were there were a couple of kind of disturbing scenes. One now, now, stay with me here. Mm-hmm. Alice is dreaming. She, I think she's dreaming that she's at work, and um, Freddy's there. Orders a pizza, and all the meatballs oh, yeah. on the pizza qu- keep start screaming. No, no. Yeah. And he sticks his knife in one and eats one. Yeah. Gross. That was and gross. cool. Yeah. At the same yep. time. Yeah. But I, one thing that I liked about this is I and I and I. I I think they started this in three because I remember in three he ripped off his shirt and he showed all the souls mm-hmm. and they did that again in this one a little bit except for they did it better he he, he pulled his shirt off and there were people struggling to get out yeah. and I thought it was I thought that was really cool special effects he started doing a little more that uh, I'm har- harvesting their souls yeah, and exactly. I'm keeping their souls and I like that theme as yep. well yep. it's just a little more creepy to think yeah well okay not only is it bad enough that he's killing these people. But he's tormenting them, and he's gaining strength from their essence. Well, and I liked it that along the way, we keep talking about you know keeping the momentum of the franchise, that we get into six, and you find out that he's not the one that started this whole thing anyway. He's a pawn. Yep. And so more I, or I less, like, Let's, we'll talk about yeah, that more yeah. when we get there. Yeah. Because I think that was I think that was a, in number six, not the best movie. Right. But I think that was an awesome thing yeah. to keep this fresh. Yep. As far as four. They, uh, do you know that they had to cut out a shitload of stuff to not get a an NC-17 rating again? Are you serious? And everyone is, I wrote them all down. It's kind of long. I mean, it, you know, it's that whole section there. 
Kincaid's death was cut down. Joey's death was cut down. Kristen, Sheila, and Rick's were all cut down really? to try to avoid the NC-17. And I, I mean, I don't know if there uh, are copies out there. I mean, I bought a box set maybe 10 years ago of these. And uh, by the way, I noticed that they're coming in fours. I don't think yeah. they're like any extra special. I have, uh, I have one through four. I bought one just like that. Yeah. I there's not a that. bunch. There's, there's some extra I, but stuff. But the thing, I wonder now that it's being remade if we're going to get, just like we did with Friday the 13th. And by the way, everybody remember that voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I wonder if we're, and hopefully when, when, it's, when we get this remake that we get, you know, all those scenes added back in. I don't think we have yet. And somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody probably knows more about this than I do. So correct me if I'm wrong, but that would be that would be great to get all these um, scenes put back in because there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of these scenes that you put back in. Well, you would have made this movie probably an extra ten minutes. No, at least. I mean, some of these were. Oh, well, one was cut by three seconds, yeah. two seconds. You know, but you know, whatever. But still, right. you're right. I I just want to see. But the thing is, it's amazing how. Much two seconds can add, yeah. you know. But well, if you, yeah, if you think I don't. I mean, I don't know. It, they may not be that great, and it may just have been the uh, the the what is it? Motion picture, you know, whatever the MPAA, rating MPAA. Whatever it is. Uh, you know, maybe they they had to stick up their ass because all these uh, slashes were coming out, just like Patrick was saying. And by the way, wouldn't that have been awesome to check these out in the theaters? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that would have kicked ass. Yep. Anyway, do you know what the first horror movie was that I saw in a theater? What Candyman. Really? Yeah. That's not and a bad I one to start with. That. Cool. Lots of screaming. You give it a buy, I give it a buy? I give it a buy, you give it a buy. So that's good. Like I said, I would have given it a bone stop. It was a little bit more, more gory, but that's fine. That's not a problem. Um, let's see. So the the mammary count was four, and they were all... Waterbed. <clears throat> yeah, it was a waterbed on this one. Um, what did I learn? We already talked about the sex change, um, but I also <laughs> learned that... Uh, now let me ask you actually because this I'm going to be funny about this but was Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street taking shots at each other? Did they take shots at each other's franchise? I I don't know if they did or not but there were a couple of notes that I was reading on IMDb that they were that they may or may not have been referencing each other for instance like Kincaid's dog was That's what named I have. Jason. I have the writers of this movie uh, are calling Jason a bitch. Oh, That's yeah. what I learned. You know what that may be. And so I kind I was like, huh, interesting. Why would they choose the name Jason when that's the only prevalent competition <laughs> that you have right now? Wouldn't you, if you're not, why? I mean, you have to know. Or else they would have the called killer. them like Pinhead, which right. <laughs> <laughs> Pinhead's not really uh, <laughs> appropriate for a dog. Yeah, or right? Cenobite. I mean, yeah, shit so. like that. But No, you know what? That, that's a great question. And if that is the case, they were taking shots, it's kind of ironic because now the, they're both series are owned by the same company. I know. How funny. Well, that's, what, that's what's so great about it. Yeah. But at the time, I mean, you may, you may take little shots like that just because... Why not? I mean, it's, it's not like, like it's like it's not like they were. Ford I mean, they were in all good uh, fun. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's but. not like uh, on one of the buses that Freddie drove. He had Calvin peeing on a like a hockey mask or something. By the way, do me a favor. I hope not to offend anybody, but if you have Calvin peeing on something on your car, take it off right now, please. Yeah. please. Unless it's on a hockey mask, I would actually take that. You know, <laughs> you know what? I almost got a I almost got a, a bumper sticker. I, I don't want to go too off on this. Yeah. But it, it said, uh, "Smile, Cthulhu loathes you." I've have seen something about Cthulhu, <laughs> and I I wanted to put that on there, but nobody got it. I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm gonna buy this one. They're like, "What the hell does yeah. that mean?" Somebody like, forgot I, to add an A. I thought, I it's supposed to be is... Cthulhu, and somebody forgot to add an <laughs> Who's A. Who's Cthulhu? That's not funny. Yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, I, I thought ah, if more people would have got it, I might I may get it. <laughs> I still I need to watch that movie, Call of the Cthulhu. 
I, you know, it's funny because I'm actually writing an article on that for examiner.com. Really? Sweet dude. Search for Salt Lake City Horror Examiner. Nice. Oh, shit. I'm a, I'm a bum sellout punk ass. No, All right, but, so but I'm I, actually working on that now. But I good. watched Call of Cthulhu. I say 2005. They made it like a black, si- black and white silent film, even though it came out in 2005. It's actually really good. It's it's fairly close to the book. So just that little aside Honestly, there. I don't even know anything about the book. I don't know anything about the movie. Wow. I just know that there's a song by Metallica about Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, they that's and and you know the thing that should not be. Yeah, that is about. Um, it, there, there's a book called what? What is it? Port of In His Mouth, where it's an H.P. Lovecraft book. And uh, it, 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 the thing that should not be, quote unquote, um, they're they're talking about the monster in that, which all relates to the Cthulhu mythos. Interesting. Bet you didn't know that. So there's not an older movie than 2005 of the Call of the Cthulhu. I don't know. Huh. I, I mean, I know that there are older movies such a, that that are based on stuff in the Cthulhu mythos, like huh. Dagon. You know, it, uh, those monsters have to do with the whole Cthulhu thing. And I mean, there's tons of stuff out there, but I don't know about Call of the Cthulhu itself. But I'm check, have to check, check that out. It, it's it's gonna, in the Cadaver Lab Library. I've seen it, and I, I've seen yeah. it in there, so I need to check it out. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so I have a who else said that? Alice, are you asleep? I'm talking to you. That was the White Rabbit after humping Alice's leg. <laughs> no, no, no. Before humping Alice's leg after. to make sure she was asleep. Oh, good. I like <laughs> it. I like it. All right. Good. Uh, and then a six degrees Tuesday night was in the fan with Robert De Niro, who was in backdraft with Kurt Russell, who was in Sky High. With Bruce Campbell. Sonic Boom! <laughs> you know what's funny? What? Is, uh, the other day, I tweeted this too. I was, I was getting ready to watch The Lesbian Vampire Killers, which, by the way, is pretty funny. It's, oh, not, yeah. it's not a bad movie. But I swear you, n- my kids were nowhere to be found for hours, like two hours. Yeah. I throw that in. 30 seconds later, they all come rushing into <laughs> my office here, and I put on Sky High. Do you know what? Are we going to go check out... Uh Psycho Black Doll or whatever that uh, you know is. what it's sad that you bring that up why because Black Devil Doll was playing at Brewies yeah. at 8 p.m. this evening tonight yeah so we oh. missed it you know and I was also gonna go do a ghost hunt oh yeah this Saturday but I can't get anyone to go with me and I'm too scared to go alone I really wanted to go uh, you have a you have a game to go I to have a game so, and I have what to are go you gonna to. do all right so uh, I'll take a quick break and uh, come right back with Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five. Hey, it's you. Yeah, uh, you can see we're not quite ready yet, but uh, don't worry. You'll know what's going on soon enough. The PC Lounge. You haven't seen Stu and Jay like this before. Coming this summer to a podcatcher near you.
All right, we are back with the Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five. That was a pretty. That was my radio voice. That was good. We're back. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five. Sorry, that was uh, lame. <laughs> Um, the Dream Child came out in 1989. IMDb gave it a 4.6, so they're slowly declining. Yes. In jackasses on IMDb's opinion. Okay. Actually, in my opinion on this one, too. I yeah. didn't like this one quite as much. Uh, it was directed by Stephen Tompkins. Uh, he did Predator 2, and uh, he did some Tales from the Crypt episodes. Uh, it was written by John Skip. The budget was $6 million. The gross was $22.2 million domestic. So you know what? You cannot argue with that kind of, with those kind of results. Let's see. Robert England played featured maniac and Freddy Krueger. Not in that order. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Wilcox play reprises her role as Alice Johnson. Uh, Kelly Jo Minter plays Yvonne. Danny Hassel plays Dan Jordan. Erica Anderson plays Greta Gibson. Uh, synopsis: Alice, having survived the previous installment of the Nightmare series, finds the deadly dreams of Freddy Krueger starting once again. This time, the taunting murderer is striking through the sleeping mind of Alice's unborn child. His intention is to be born again into the real world. The only one who can stop Freddy in, is his dead mother, but can Alice free her spirit in time to save her own son? Now, this is kind of a misleading synopsis. I'm not going to tell you why. All right. Because it's kind of a spoiler. And you know how we really try to stay away from spoilers. I know. We, we owe it to the people who listen to the show. Should I say what do you think and let you gather your your thoughts? Just and... go. I gathered them while you were reading the synopsis. Okay. So, so what'd you think? Um, <laughs> this was this was the weakest one I watched yeah. this week, and probably the weakest of all of them so far. This is where you kind of get it when anything that's named like the Dream Child, you know, it has a connotation. Okay, listen, we just went all the way to soap opera. I, you know, I'm still a little bit. I don't. This five was. I did not like five is my least favorite. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I like two. I think I like five more than I like two. In fact, definitely I like five more than uh, I like two. You know what? I, that's pretty close for me. You know what? I, I don't know. What did I give two? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I just sent it to you. I, I don't dare to say now because what if I'm wrong? What if I... No, I'm just eating. You're going to get beat. No, I'm just eating. I don't know. This one was okay. There was... um. It uh, uh, fell into a few more cliches. The, the kids in this were a little bit... Irritating. Here, here's a good example of a. Or were you going to go? Did I just take off? No. Well, I was just going to say that we get into more of creative story writing to keep it fresh, and that's going to kind of be the theme of these as we go uh-huh. farther into Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah, there's there's some different things going on and creative uh, rule bending. We get a, a double dream. One thing I do not like is the double dream. Yeah. And we get those a few times throughout all these. I know right. we get some in six, but uh, we, we get some double dreams in uh, the first the first scene. Right? Is it right before she wakes up to go take a shower? Or No, no, no. It's after. I can't remember exactly when well, it is. Well, during the opening credits, she's uh, doing, it. doing it with Dan. Oh, that's right. And then she gets up and takes a shower. Yeah. And 
Now, now, did you count memories on that? I didn't, because you, you know, there's shower scene, and so I mean, you can you see the shadow yeah. of those, but I didn't really actually see uh, the goods. Yeah, the money makers weren't on there, so I can't really say yes. <laughs> Anyways, so as I was talking about the uh-huh. caricature, they they're they're all these kids, uh, you know, all the same, basically the same group of kids, uh, same nucleus. I guess it's just. Uh, Alice and Dan. She, yeah, they're the only ones that kind of carry over from. That's the link. But apparently, they, you know, they've made new friends and they pretty much forgot everything about. And every everything's happy. Uh, whereas Alice's dad in part four was a drunken slob. He is now turning his life around. Uh, you know, to play kind of the. Uh, the I don't know. I, I thought he was kind of a, a one-dimensional type. I mean, he didn't have, like, a lot of, of screen time or anything like that. But they kind of threw him in, at, you know, some kind of a sympathetic thing. I think I thought it was fine. Um, of course, you have the scene where they're all graduating. And for some reason, all their parents are so damn overbearing that they've planned their lives out for them. That uh, these kids, you know, it sets up the, we're going to rebel against our against our parents because they can't tell me what to do because it's my life type thing which you know understandable everybody goes through it but holy crap they made that a, they, they laid it on a little thick right there. didn't you think yeah i uh, yeah i i had a little bit of a problem with that and it's not like the kids characters were much better we had dan the football player who's gonna right, go on a full scholarship talking there his college coach showed up to his high school graduation and uh, his parents expect him to take time away from his friends to talk to this guy. You know, we've got uh, the the model who's there, mm-hmm. and her mom is you know photo opportunity, whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe that would happen, but I don't know. It was kind of got irritating. Am I am I am no, I off base? No, you're right. And and what they're trying to do is try and create characters that you care about, so that 15, 20 minutes in, when they get killed. You actually care about that, but now that I'm now that I'm older, maybe, and I don't remember that being as irritating. As, and I probably haven't seen this movie in years and years. Now I watch this and I'm just like, oh, give me a freaking break. Well, but it's the same reason why when you, we were just talking about the Covenant that we didn't like that show. It was completely geared towards teenagers. Oh yeah. So it's people living in the moment who think that high school is the end all be all and shit. That's all there is. Do you remember that time that I scored five touchdowns and got laid? Three times that night. That was the greatest day of my life. Except for it was me, the Lager. So, wow. so what? Yeah, doesn't count. And you bring that up as if it's like a bad. Doesn't you're a count. dick. <laughs> no, that's the Al Bundy syndrome. Yeah, apparently. Nice. Yeah, but but, uh, uh, but but so yeah, going back to building those caricatures, you just you have to get these people from different walks of life to. You have to go somewhere to kill them. If you're just killing right. random people, eh, who cares about that? And they did have. Let's talk about their deaths and well let, let's go over the synopsis a little bit yeah mm-hmm. okay so alice gets pregnant her dad gets a little miffed about it alice starts going a little bit crazy everybody dies basically i mean dan dies uh, all her friends pr- basically die throughout the movie uh dan's parents come in and say they want to uh, adopt the kid and this is what you're talking about with the soap opera yeah. stuff they want to adopt the kid because uh alice is going a little bit crazy and they don't think that she will make a fit parent which I duh yeah. you know, but uh, excuse me, I, I don't understand what they're going through. They're they have Freddie. Sorry, <laughs> so, I'm a, I'm a bastard. Yeah, but you know, it did get a little bit soap opery there. But let's talk about the fine deaths. Yes, um, and let me right here. 
This is where I give this credit because they did come up with new ways to kill people <laughs> all the time that were entertaining. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, do you want to run them down for us? Well, I didn't keep track of all of them. I just remember the girl choking, the rich, the model choking. Well, well let's go over that one. First of all, here she is at this. Uh, her mom set up this this high-class dinner with apparently her model contacts. Yeah. And, she, and, and this girl's supposed to go down there and wow them so she can get a job or whatever. Uh, apparently falls asleep sitting at the table sitting which at the ta- people are falling asleep like at the most listen i fall time. asleep at work all the time do you really i do no what, what's way. the point of that or, I, well, what's the problem I, with that i don't just fall asleep i don't just time. fall asleep i mean i i actually uh turn my screensaver off i uh, prepare put some code up on the screen so so it looks like i'm working looking at it i could never fall asleep and then work. i then i put my neck I have like the, these bones that can go, and they won't fall backwards or forward. <laughs> Your neck flap? Yeah, no, it's, it's the bones interlock. Really? I don't know if that's really what it is, but I can keep my head up and I'll oh. just doze off for a minute. You know what yeah, I used I to have? You know, like at Rodigios or some of those those Brazilian barbecues, how uh, how they have like the the green if you want more. Yes. I used to have one of those, and I used to use it for if I'm asleep, don't mess with me, and I'd put the red up. Really? As a joke. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it was funny. I thought you were going to tell me you fell asleep at the restaurant until the next meal so you didn't have to pay for the second one. <laughs> no, but I hit out in the bathroom once for four hours. <laughs> no no just way. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Anyways, well. So there's that one, and then there's also Kid Video who gets killed um, by Freddy with the... Uh, thought you were going to jump in on Kid Video. Kid Video. Do you remember uh, Kid Video? I, I, th- I vaguely Dude, remember. Dude, the Master Blaster. And if p- people. Was it I, the one, is that the one where they got in the bus and then they turned into cartoons? Yes. And then they, they flew away and, got, and turned into a cartoon? Yes, and they always had to fight the Master Blaster and stuff. Dude, that <laughs> show kicked ass. But it was vaguely. the same same uh, uh, animation as this one guy that, that did comics and like all of a sudden turn into the animation. Dude, that like, was Aha's take that, on yes, the video. Yes, I was going to say that's, that was the next one. So they, they stole that from Kid Video. But uh, anyways, so there was some of that going on and he got chopped up. I thought that was kind of corny. It was but, dumb. Hey, listen. Yeah. Hey, it's a new way to kill somebody. Yep. Right. And then there was the diver who uh, who was, you know, this, this awesome. Did you see that? Yes, there was the diver. <laughs> but when she starts her dream. And the girl in the pink uh, vag floss comes in. No. Did you see that swimming suit? No. Dude, who swims? Seriously, watch that. Who swims? It's like hiked up. There's just a V down where her snatch is. And it goes like up. I, I, don't, know if you, I don't know if thing. you guys noticed, but he's gone away from the cartoon. And what he's doing is he's giving me hand motions. where <laughs> I'm making my hands into a V where my camel toe is right now. And it just goes right all the way up my body. I thought only chicks in like David Lee Roth videos wore Same that kind thing. of it was the same thing. I'm like, what? Those you can't swim in that. <laughs> you could just it's look, unsanitary. You could just look hot for Diamond Dave in them. Jeez, By the yeah. way, Diamond Dave, I don't listen to any Van Halen with Hagar. Why? And I'll tell you what, I heard I heard on a live album Hagar sing Panama. Yeah. Pissed me off. Really? Anyways. I like all that stuff. Uh, Anyways. You suck. But yeah, you you wear one of those swimming suits and you're swimming in the swimming pool. And you're going to look like there is a black jellyfish floating right down. Because <laughs> it's hanging out on both sides, dude. Oh, that is too... That's... that's I'm sorry. That's, that's gross. Uh, I, do, I do have another note saying that they cut out a lot of these deaths, too. Did they Even really? though a few of them... Like the, the take on me guy who he, yeah. he went into his comic book dream, became this superhero, and uh, basically just got cut up like paper. 
because mm-hmm. he I guess he turned into paper yeah, or whatever. It's uh, it's not that freaking great. Did they cut that out any? No, I, I was going to say, except for probably that one. Basically, what happens is there's a subplot, too, where, you know, we mentioned that uh, that Alice is pregnant. Uh, she has friends that don't believe her. Finally, she makes her friends believe her. Uh, she f- tries to figure out how to stop Freddy from, from being reborn as this baby, and they have to find, uh, uh, what's her name, Amanda Kruger. They find Amanda Kruger's body or bones bricked into this thing they they walk in they set her free kind of like a video game mm-hmm. where you just walk up to somebody and then touch them and then oh, you yeah. save me but then for some reason she shows up at the end after they thought that um that she was the only way they could stop freddie and says no it's all in you you do it uh, that was kind of irritating even though i did like the extra story with her well and that was a good good take on it but then you have at the end i i started getting really worried uh-huh. because the freddie puppet was was out and he was looking around and he looked really scary, kind of like Chucky. Yeah, and he started crawling around and then Amanda Kruger oh, the baby. picked it up. That's the right. baby. Uh-huh. Amanda Kruger picked it up and she's holding it. And I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. To the devil a daughter, the puppet is going up the veg. <laughs> I knew you know, it was going to happen. I, I was not, so scared. I did not think of that. That, but that that baby, Freddie baby, looked just like that. It uh, did. Demon. But but <laughs> they didn't go in the veg. They um, mysteriously turned into blue light. And appeared in the bellies. Now, some interesting trivia <clears throat> about Jacob, uh-huh. who was, uh, uh, what's her name's daughter? Alice. Alice's daughter. Son. Or son. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Alice's son. That is, uh, he was played by uh, Whit Hertford. He was born in Provo, Utah. Really? Along with his acting uh, brother and sister. Who His sister was an American pie. Anyways, really? Yeah, and, and they were trained at the University of Utah. How about he was, that? He was trained, and he owned his own, or he was, uh, he started a studio here in Utah. Now, the only reason I bring that up is because that kid, I remember that kid on some shows because he is the ugliest freaking well, he, looking kid. He is like uh, piercing eyes. I mean, you remember on Pet Cemetery how Gage was all creepy looking? Yeah, yeah. They could make Gage cute, right. you know, when they weren't trying to make him creepy. This kid always looked creepy. There's a there's there comes kids like every generation are like that. You know who was like that? Probably five six years ago. Who? The kid on the ring. Yep, the kid right. just looked exact. I mean, there's just some freaky looking <laughs> kids out there. And you know what's funny is when I looked him up on IMDb, mm-hmm. he looks exactly the same except for he has glasses now. Well, like if you look him up, he looks exactly really? the same. But anyways, that was a little trivia because uh, you always have to bring it back to Utah, even though that bastard went to the U. Dick. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, that's uh, I that's just all. Some, that's all sorry, the awesome yeah, that trivia a, yeah, that you have. That was the great trivia that I had. No, that's cool. Uh, so what do you give this? I give this a red box. You know, here, and maybe this is a weakness. I did not, and maybe, or maybe this is a flaw in our rating system, but I would still give this a buy because it's a nightmare on Elm Street. It's got some great one-liners from Freddy, like, uh, wanna, wanna make babies, you know, all sorts of, you know, funny stuff like that. And you're right, it's cheesy, it's dumb, but it's freaking Freddy. I, I give this a buy. Well, and here's the thing. I will buy this. I've already bought this. So I have the first four, and I will buy the rest just because I've got to have Nightmare on Elm Street. But it's a movie standing on its own, and with the rating system that we give it. I, I still would, give it a, I I still give give it a buy. And that's cool. I don't and think it's good. as good. I, I think this is better than part two only. Mm-hmm. I think this is my least favorite, except for part two, but I still give it a buy. I think part two, I gave it Kill Everybody Associated with it. No, you didn't. I'm pretty did sure you I really? did. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember. Oh, maybe not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. 
Um, so mammary count, it's a little bit off because it was shower scene. So, I mean, if you mm-hmm. like the shadow boobs, then you're on, and I'm just, I'm going to give it a zero. Uh, what did I learn? Kid video is alive and well. I did learn that. Awesome. Uh, who else said that? You're the only, you're the one who's always slapping my hand about my weight mother. That was Naomi Judd, or Winona Judd. It was Winona Judd. Damn it. <laughs> Mother ever. <laughs> and then the other one is, he's not a thing, he's part of me, and I'm not giving him to you or anyone else. That was Ernie to Bert when he asked for his rubber ducky. <laughs> I don't know why those are funny, the little kid references, but they are. And uh, oh, great one. six degrees. Lisa Wilcox was in the wedding band with Fran Drescher, who was in Cadillac Man. I should say Cadillac Man, because that's how Fran Drescher talks. With talks? Uh, Tim Robbins, who was in the Hudsucker Proxy with Bruce Campbell. All right. Take a quick break. Be right back. I didn't think I could trust you. They told me you were a lobbyist. Odd Blanchard. (laughs) When you get involved, things always get ugly. You son of a bitch. You barely made it out of that one. Just who the f*** do you think you are, Blanchard? You were going to help me. Let me explain how things will work. When I solve your little problem, then you agree to help me. He's a very wicked man, but I've got him firmly under control. It was an odor that reminded me of an unkempt morgue. I liked it. Listen to the thrilling new podcast novel about the foundation for the ethical treatment of the innocently damned, undead, and supernatural at fetidus.org. Proud member of the Douchebag Podcasting Network. Podcasting? What the fuck is that bullshit? Everybody, we do consider our listeners' feelings and time. We uh, we value it as much as you do. We just cut out a bunch of bullshit that was funny to us <laughs> that we're not putting in the show. That's and right. trust me, this isn't like the the great. Oh, you need to leave all those in because no. this is just stupid shit. Yeah, 
We're back. Yes. Now, hey, I got a comment real quick Good. before we get into the movies. You'll, you may notice that we did not do a man on the street this week. Oh, yeah. Now, that is not for lack of trying. <laughs> the ideas that I had, now you may all think that I am a complete dumbass, stupid retard. And I bet you're about to say something that's going to make us believe that you're not. No. And by the way, I don't think you're going to succeed. No, I'm not. I am. And, and you may <laughs> wonder how I come up with all these brilliant ideas. It's because I'm stupid and well, because for- I, I have nothing better to do. Well, and they're not great ideas. But I came up with a couple of ideas that uh, I thought would be really funny. Uh-huh. And so I made, made calls on them, and they turned out not being funny at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> I called up a lady. I called up Daisy Maids. Uh-huh. I'm like, hey, I got a question for you. Like I always start out. Uh, uh, I have a grandmother that passed away, and she shit all over my house and in appliances in her in her apart in her house and everything. I'm just wondering if you will you guys come clean that up for me. And she's like, does she have Alzheimer's? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it was. Oh, my mother passed away from Alzheimer's. It was so sad to see. And she goes off for like five minutes. I'm like, this isn't funny radio. You're mocking her. Are you mocking her? No. That voice? Or no. Just really? I'm, just, I'm just saying. That was not funny You're a bastard. podcast. <laughs> no. It's like she got all serious. I'm like, this is not funny at all. And so then she's like, no, you have to call OSHA to clean that it's up. Kinda, like, it's right, kind of tragic. It is tragic. It was sad. So anyways, I'm like, all right, that's, that, I, that idea sucks. We don't want to add any more tragedy on no. this show after no. the, what, what was it, the incident? The frying Cox the frying incident. Cox incident. <laughs> That's right. So then I called up thinking, hey, it's going to be hilarious. I call up an animal shelter. I'm like, hey, I've got a bunch of cats out here at my double wide, and I'm just wondering what the legal way to dispose of them is. I've, I've twisted some heads off. I've shot some of them. In fact, I even drowned a few. Just, I'm just wanting to find out. Before I do anything else, I need to find out. They're like, sir, you need to call us before you do any of those types of things. What's your address? And I was like, uh, uh, I'll, have to, yeah, I'll have to get back to you on that. I'm like, shit, that wasn't fun either. So anyway. It was more funny to tell you those things than to actually record them and put them on. So, yeah. I, so I will have to work on some ideas. If anyone has some decent ideas, and I, I, I hesitate a little well, bit to well, throw it out. Well, here's the thing: I, I could come <laughs> up with some, but here, but here's my thing: I don't know. I, I, I would feel bad suggesting anything that I wouldn't do myself. And I'll tell you what: any of the shit you've done so far, I would not do myself. <laughs> yes, you would. All right, maybe you would. Maybe I but, wouldn't. If, if people have some decent ideas, I mean, I I try. I call the mortuary, so I oh, can yeah. s- sit in and and watch a, a an embalming, and they're like, because of security reasons, we can't have you do that. Because I would have thought that would have been hilarious. That would have been some good stuff. Like just sitting there with the guy. I'm like, so how often do you uh, feel like eating those brains? Or you know, just dumbass <laughs> so, stuff. So uh, where's your sandwich? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aren't you supposed to be having a sandwich <laughs> if you're embalming a body? But they said I am not allowed to be part of it because well, and of that privacy. Makes sense, it too. does. It does. That makes perfect sense. So, anyway, sorry anyway, about that. Let's get let's get into part. No, no, no. Don't don't you dare apologize. Why? So that bad. was wonderful. Thank you for trying. Quality. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, for the final film of the evening, A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six: Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. As a boy, he was always different. No one understood him. You ready for it, boy? It's time to take your medicine. Thank you, sir. No one could control him. Go inside, honey. But now, it's a new beginning. 
the beginning of the end for Freddy. Every town has an Elm Street. Bitch in mind, you'll go for it. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little soul, too. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have to hit him with everything we've got. Now I'm playing with power. We're in Twin Peaks here. You want to live? Maggie, watch out! What's with kids today, huh? Freddy's Dead. The Final Nightmare. They've saved the best for last. Came out in 1991. IMDb gave it a 4.4. 4. That's what would the last one get? I think a 4.6. Yeah, so there, and there's 5.1 for deadly declining. Yeah. And I think actually part seven, which is uh, a new, the new nightmare, got got pretty high because yeah. that was a pretty solid flick. Yeah. But uh, let's see, directed by and written actually by Rachel Talley, T A L. A L A Y Talale. Budget five million, so the budget went down a million, uh, but it made more money thirty four point eight million domestically. Uh, you know, and I remember this, and and I remember when this came out, the marketing for this movie was awesome, because first of all, it was three D. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it had Tom and Roseanne Barr in yeah. it, and third, Alice Mother Effin' Kick Ass Cooper. Yeah. Was in this movie. There were, I Even though known. they were in it for like five seconds apiece, Johnny they Depp exploit. They did well. Johnny Depp was also in number four as a face in a magazine on Alice's uh, floor. How about that? And yeah, Fat Coda was in there too. Who? The ageless one. The ageless one. Yes, he was on Alien. <laughs> Duh. I know. He was. He, he always looks the same. Of course, he got his degree since Aliens, and now he's a psychologist <laughs> instead of like a grunt and- working on a ship. Dude used Rogaine because that was the sweetest do I've ever seen. <laughs> it was on this guy. <laughs> so fake. The ageless one. The ageless well, one. Well, the shape was just unnatural. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was a little bit too much of the Chia Pet coming all the way down <laughs> and around. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was awesome. Okay, so Freddy Krueger was played by Robert England. Lisa Zane played Maggie Burroughs. Sean Greenblatt played John Doe. Leslie Dean played Tracy. Ricky Dean Logan played Carlos. Brecken Meyer. Did he have a nose job or something? Because he looked different in this. He grew me. into it. Did he? He grew into his nose. Because this one looked a little more, a little, bit, a little less uh, proportionate. But what do I know? You know, and the funny thing is, is he was typecast throughout. He's still typecast. He's always the little bitch sidekick. He's not, haven't you ever seen Garfield? Yeah. He's always, well, that's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> But he's always a little bitch sidekick. I love it. No, he's not. He was the he was what was Inside that movie Schwartz? with Tom Green? Oh. Tom Green was in it where he went across 
country because road trip or freddy road got trip no 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 it wasn't freddy got fingered by the way freddy got fingered my brother came up to me the other day yeah. and just said i've got hooves and i started laughing my ass i've off. never seen that show. oh my gosh it is the biggest piece of shit is ever it? but the thing is is it will give you stuff to talk about forever <laughs> Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, he was in that movie where he goes and tries to salvage his, uh, nah, screw that shit. Road trip, Stifler's in it, Tom Green's in it. Yeah. He was the main character in that. Okay. Snap. <laughs> uh, Yafet Kato was in it, just like you said, as Doc Tom, Tom and, uh, Roseanne Arnold were in this as well. You know who else was in it? Was the girl, the oldest daughter on Father Knows Best. Like the old 50s. You're, that's who that was. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, she was in it, a crazy lady for a while. Unbelievable. I was like, I recognize that yeah. old lady. Yeah. She used to be cute. She was. She yeah. was hot, dude. Her and Gidget. I think I stroked to those. Like, Re- no. Really? <laughs> when you were like, what, six months? Listen, I got started early. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's okay. I stroked it to Ginger Marianne. Oh, yeah. I used to actually what? name my I, left I, hand Marianne and my right hand Ginger, depending on the day, whichever one I thought was hotter. Oh, my hell, Sam. We're, we're kind of the same, because I did it to the professor, so. <laughs> you know what? That's okay, because he was smart and debonair. <laughs> Synopsis. What the freak, dude? We are off. Wow. In part, in part six. Okay, I'm done laughing at that. In part six of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, Dream Monster, Freddy Krueger has finally killed all the children of his hometown and seeks to escape his confines. It's confines to hunt fresh prey. To this end, he recruits the aid of his previously unmentioned daughter. However, she discovers the demonic origin of her father's powers. She discovers the demonic origin of her father's powers and meets dad head on in a final showdown originally presented in 3D. Yeah. Now, this was another instance where they added a little bit more to the overall mythos, and I thought it worked. Yeah, it, I thought it, it was did. really cool. Basically, mm-hmm. they sure uh, we already know about um, uh, Son of a Thousand Maniacs or of a Hundred Maniacs, <laughs> Son of Ten Thousand Maniacs. You know, being brought up by Natalie <laughs> was Matt Merchant, it probably turned out to be pretty normal. Oh, she yeah. seems like a nice lady. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, probably shaves the bush. Jesus. What the freak? What does that have to do with raising a kid? Listen. We're, what time is it? I, that's what I was it's just going to say, It's dude. 11 p.m. You still have a long drive ahead. I hope you can make it. I, I can make it. Anyways. I'll think about shaving the bush. We're good. Sick. But, uh, okay, so so we know his origin, his human origins, and then we know that, uh, that he was a child killer. Mm-hmm. What we didn't know is that he grew up fairly normal, married somebody, and had a daughter. Right. And, and it, what I thought was really cool is it shows the part where his wife actually walks in on his no-no room <laughs> and uh, finds all of these, I assume, their trophies and weapons and, you know, dead things in right. there. I, I remember it showing some of the gloves and maybe... Well, and it has pictures of all the kids that were missing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, did, it, did it have any guts no. or anything in jars? It, had, it had some stuff in jars, but they're like snakes. Oh, okay. There wasn't any kid stuff. But uh, a little over the top. That would have got NC seventeen, probably. Maybe back in the day. Maybe. But uh, so anyway, so you see that, and you see that he had a daughter, which still all fits into the thing. And I don't know why. I mean, it's not like it's that big of a revelation. Oh, he grew up. He had a wife and daughter. Big deal. But this is Freddie we're talking about. Well, and here's here's a credit to the series. And again, we're talking about keeping it fresh. That they didn't shut these doors early on. No. You didn't know so much about Freddie 
that, that you have to go undo something and to come back to this. Right. You can watch it all and, and go back and watch the whole series again and know in number one, well, he had a, a daughter. And it's still And it's fits. it's fine. It fits well, in number fine. one, you have no clue who he is, That's where right. he's from, whatever. You just know he's a child molester that got caught and burned. Is he a child molester? This is a point for debate. He it is never said that he was a child molester. It was never said in any of the movies that he molested the children. It just said he was a child killer. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. Now, I'm not going to say that it wasn't that 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 was never implied or that was mm. never the what they had in mind mm. for his character. But mm. I think what it was is in I we talked about this on the forums, damn it, actually quite a quite a while ago. Because mm-hmm. I made the same mistake you just did. Oh, really? Well, and uh, is it a mistake if I make it? No, it's not. If you make it, maybe it's yeah, a mistake. Right. That was a joke. Nothing. No, I'm just I'm uh, just trying to think about. it. I'm but, trying to go back and. But I think somebody said no. Listen, he was not whatever. And then somebody came back saying, well, according to this source, he was supposed to be, but they didn't they didn't exploit that fact. Mm. Mm. But maybe in the we'll see in the new one if they decide to go that way. I, I mean, it, it's a, it'll be a little bit more. I think they'll be able to get away with a little bit more. Well, you know? and, and I was gonna I was gonna say this comment from while we're talking about this movie that when you when you get to the new one, there's a reason you you know everybody be like oh we'd love to see Robert England do it again. You can't do that because then you would get back to just another sequel and it would have to be campy and it'd have to have the one line puns. You get a new guy in there. And you can be as scary as you want, and it's not... Because how do you have him go back and be anything but what he is, like, in these last three? You know, that that's a good point. That is a solid point, and I will give that to you. And to back up that point, Jackie Earl Haley, who they got to yeah. play, Freddie, uh-huh. is a kick-ass choice, in right. my opinion. Yep, I agree. However, I disagree thinking that uh, even though they've taken it this way, they could pull Star Trek, say none of the shit in the back ones happened, you know, and say this is how it is. You know, and start over. I think I think Robert England could still do it and be fine. I mean, it's not. I I, I see your point. Mm-hmm. I I ha, maybe I'll be singing a different tune after I see it. As long as it's scary. I mean, if you're going to go back and redo it, they can't we, be campy now. No, and that's what I I'm think, saying. And you're right. So how does he go back and, and become the scary Freddy? You, that he you was don't before? think that if he did, if he went over, pretending nothing had happened up to this point, that he could reprise his role in that he played in number one and do it. He, he he's, now, an actor, he's an actor could, but for him to live that for a decade, Maybe. I don't know if I don't know if he could pull it off. Well, I think I think he could pull it off. Now, if it gets pulled off in the minds of the fans, that's mm-hmm. another question. Right. I think I think those are two separate things right. because I definitely think he could go in there. He could play the creepy guy, dude. Let's be honest with you. That guy can play a creep with no makeup. Yeah. <laughs> with when, especially in this one when yeah. he was just playing the regular guy, he is a creepy dude. No, he is. But by the way, he is a kick-ass dude. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. We don't need to go into it again. I don't know. I give him. I give him the. I would give him the credit saying he could. Go in, he could do it. He could do a great job. I would go. I would absolutely go see it and support it and think this is going to be awesome. But I would be watching it thinking. I think it'd be less. I mean, not that I'm pissed off now, mm-hmm. but I would be less reticent to see it if he was playing it. Really? Yeah. See, and I, I'd like to go see just a brand new. If, if you're going to redo it, I want to see you do it as scary. Well, then shit. again, earlier I just complained that they're trying to get screen people back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite. No, but I think you know because I I can concede your point too. Can he? He is a very talented guy. Could he go back and do it? Yeah, but it, I don't know. It's we'll not. We'll have to see what's put it this way. Is. He's older. It's not that really that physically of a demanding role. Yeah. You. It was mostly the creep. The 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 gait he walked with. You mm-hmm. know, just this creepy body motions. Yeah. But like I said, I think that Jackie Earl Haley. 
freaking kicked ass in the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Have you, did you ever see I that? I haven't seen it. Oh, it is. Uh, it, he does a great job, especially in if you've seen it, the scenes in the um, in the prison. He's a little tiny guy, but he's creepy as hell. Hmm. So that's good. Yeah, I, I think he'll All do right. a good job. So I wanted to just bring that up, but we'll see how it goes. We'll look forward to it next year. But anyways, <laughs> we can get back to this now. You sure you don't want to actually just keep talking about tangents and not talk about the movie <laughs> since we've been doing that all episode? No, better get to it. Holy crap. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about this. Okay. I mean, we're we're not in, in that big of a hurry, I guess not. But so so what did you think as compared to the other two? You know, this one this one was was better than number 5. The only the, the beef that I had with the right out of the gate was they tried to go to a, like an apocalyptic type setting. Now, it was non-believable cuz they start out with this computer generated Everybody, all the kids in Springfield. Ten years later, <laughs> oh, yeah. all the kids in Springfield are dead, and now all the adults are are having psychosis. Now you don't really see that, other than these guys are like at some clinic, and it's like this apocalyptic type that well, the shit has the hit gutter. the fan. Yeah, it's in the gutter, but it's like they're driving around in a van that's got spray painted with different words. I mean, they're trying to kind of get this feel that that the world is not right. Yeah, and and I and and they're away from from uh, Springfield anyways, or Springwood, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I didn't like that. I didn't. I didn't like that. That's how they started out trying to make it kind of feel. And then, <clears throat> I guess I shouldn't talk about all the things I don't like. Well, go ahead because I mean, we'll, we'll talk. About I, I mean, how transparent was it that that kid was not Freddie's kid? How, how transparent I, you could. Well, here's the deal. It was. It was the classic setting up of a red herring. You know. Yeah, right. I mean. I, I mean. I, I don't know. I. I I it's I can't remember the first time I saw it wh- how I how, if I picked up on that again but I knew this time that he wasn't the the kid. And see, I hadn't seen this before. Okay, so and so I picked up on it. Early. Or maybe I was just a dumbass. Whenever the last time I saw it was. Well, I think <laughs> I'm getting smarter when it comes to this type of maybe because I'm watching hundreds of movies. But <laughs> yeah. you know, but but other than that, I I thought it was I thought it was good. We talked about the mythos of Freddie being more of a, a puppet kind of. Yeah. That there's some, there's a force greater than he is that's kind of determining these dreams and that he's well, serving another master. Well, here's the deal, and I, I, I don't really think – I disagree with you a little bit on this. I don't think that he's serving a different master. Basically how it goes is there are these dream, de- these dream demons that search the globe for the most evil human that they can find. And what they do is they grant this human I, – I don't know if it's when they die or whenever – but they grant this human power and dominion over dreams, and this is how Freddy was created. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he was a terrible person growing up. Uh, you know, I mean, we see a little bit of his uh, of his sadistic nature in this movie. Uh, you know, when Alice Cooper was his dad. If Alice Cooper's your dad, <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I saw. I watched Wayne's World this week too, so I saw the whole Mili Wake named after the Indians, you know, that whole scene. It was, it was kind of funny to see him in that and then watch this and he was in it. Anyways, but, you know, I mean, you saw his sadistic upbringing, apparently turned it around, got a wife and kid, perfect little town, but then, I mean, we all know what happened. Now, apparently these dream demons, these mythical dream demons, gave him this power. Now, I didn't ever hear anywhere where they were telling him what to do. I think what they did is just bestowed this power on him and said, this, you've got it, have fun. Well, but there there started to be a storyline of uh, uh, somebody that, that guards the dream gate of the evil dream gate, and then you have the good dream gate. 
and so he's yeah. the guardian of the, the evil dream gate. I didn't really see him guarding anything. Well, and I didn't either, <laughs> but because they refer to it, and then you have these things that have given him his power, right. that's kind of where I thought, okay, okay. There's, there's kind of another okay. puppet pulling the strings. That. But, I mean, it's not like they, they have this big presence or anything. Listen, they were very hands-off. They, 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 it's the kind of manager that you want. You, you don't want, <laughs> want someone micromanaging you everything you do. Okay? That's right. Yeah, you're right. It definitely works. <laughs> but there again, along with that, and to their credit, they this plays perfectly. They did not have to ruin or undo anything they had yep. said in the previous five movies to make that work. And to be honest with you, I think this this movie added more to the the overall mythos, mm-hmm. added more to it than anything really up to this point. And I thought it was awesome. Right. You know, number one, with I mean, we already knew we already knew about his mother, his how he was created or how he was born. Um, but this one not only talked about how he, you know, his life as a grown man and his uh, serial killing or whatever, mm-hmm. but it talked about how where Freddie came from, something that we did not know right. to this point. We didn't know how he became the man he became, except for maybe we've all seen the grudge. Maybe he was killed in a whatever and came right. back and right. blah, blah, blah. But this this makes it fit the, 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 the dreams. This is why he can travel around. This is why he has all these powers in there. I like that. Well, and then the other thing that they answered is something that I've asked all the way along is why is he not killing the parents? Oh, oh what was that? And so what he tells his daughter is they took you away from me and put her in an orphanage. Uh-huh. So I decided to punish them and take I away I figured all their it kids. was something like that. But well, then, it is, but then they confirm it. But I then, mean, they yeah. tell you that. Well, and then I thought, well, now that all the kids are dead, why don't they go after the damn parents? But anyways, that, that yeah. doesn't matter. Listen, I don't dare question his motives. Okay. Yeah. I'll he's... get four, I'll get four uh, knives up my ass. <laughs> I don't want that at all. Yeah, that would be a bit. Now, let's ta- now, story aside, let's talk about the movie as a movie. There were some pretty cool parts there. I mean, there were some corny, like, for instance, Freddy was a, uh, the witch from The Wizard of Oz. Yep. I'll get you my pretty and your little soul, too. You know, yep. some of those. You know, messing with him a bit. There were some other, uh, you know, where he was actually playing a video game where Brecken Meyer was in it, which was stupid. I, First I of all, that. that started awesome, where he where Brecken was, uh, you know, smoking a dube. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, Inagata DeVita comes yeah, on. Iron I was like, Butterfly, I love kick it. Kick ass. Yeah. Then it just got a little corny and oh. and uh, talk about product placement. I mean, I was alive when this came out and with the Nintendo, like the Power Glove. Yep. They made a reference to. Yep. Now you're playing with power. Yep. You know, I wonder how much they got from Nintendo. To well, do I don't know because they didn't. He wasn't actually playing a Nintendo. That's true. So, but but he de- he definitely referenced that, and yeah. it was definitely Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, going down pipes and all <laughs> sorts of stuff. But that that was that was that was akin to the, the kid video thing in number five yeah it was silly it was and it was too long i mean they they, they definitely you know he's bouncing yes. around like when he's bouncing around the fun house and she's just watching him go in and out of the rooms yeah i'm like are you shitting yeah, that me took forever you could have cut that down that was as far as the kills go carlos who was had a hearing aid uh he got his hearing aid stolen and there was some pretty cheesy parts about how yeah. freddie was kind of going around and mocking him and uh you know kind of you know, making noise and, you know, he can't hear. Yeah, dropping pins. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, he got a little bit, all right, come on, come on. Because it it wasn't like he was terrorizing Carlos. It was just that he was being funny for the camera. Yeah, well, that's, it's because it was 3D. That part wasn't 3D. Oh, it was just the end when she Mm -hmm. puts the glasses on? When she puts the glasses on, it was 3D. Why even do it? I watched it in 3D. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You can choose. Oh, yeah, you can. (laughs) Yeah, on mine, you can do that, too. Oh well, I gave you yeah, uh, right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, and I have 3D glasses and everything, so You're I don't awesome. know. I don't. I don't really know. I think we touched on the 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 main points of this. What do you think? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let me see if there's anything else. The same people who wrote the script to get troubled kids away from the clinic without the counselor making them call. Uh, <laughs> they write the plumber fixing uh their clog and the housewife not having any money. It's the same people that write that shit. Bounce away. Yeah. Just try to force something in there to set it up so kids get killed. Right. Um, but, uh, anyways, yeah, I, I thought this was better than five. This one, this one was okay. I give this a buy. Give it a buy. So. I'm so boring because I just give everything a buy. <laughs> you know, what's funny is when I was going over and I was, uh, I sent you our updated ratings. On oh, some yeah, of these I shows, those up yet. We end up doing a lot of the same ratings, which is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I've noticed I think you're copying bit. me. I said mine first. Oh. Yes. Damn it, I'm copying Sam. All right, so what did I learn? Uh, oh, the memory count was zero on this. Yeah, and there was no that. even There's close n- ones. No, nothing close. Uh, what did I learn? Don't be a pussy. Get you ejected from the airplane. So don't say it when you're on there. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Some old lady, man. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, a Q-tip through both ears doesn't deafen you, but cutting off your ear does. Yes. That was kind of strange. <laughs> Uh, if you put someone in a fake Super Mario game, it's time to reboot the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is because part seven, they throw everything away, and it's a completely different is that story. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, every town has an Elm Street. I thought that was clever. Yeah. That was pretty clever. That's right. He'll be in business for a while. Yeah. And skeleton spermies rule the dream world. Yes. So Sperm that's, 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 that person needs to hydrate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else said that? I was just showing the kids some survival techniques. Is actually a Catholic priest who got help or who got caught uh, helping altar boys. Who was that again? Uh, a Catholic priest. Who? A Catholic priest. Oh, who, good who thing got- a Catholic priest didn't die today, or else, <laughs> else he couldn't use that one either. <laughs> and then the other one is, I can relax you with these two fingers. And actually, my urologist said that to me the other day. So. <laughs> Pretty solid. <laughs> and six degrees. Lisa Zane, who played Maggie, was in Monkey Bone with Bridget Fonda, who is an army of darkness with Bruce Campbell. Monkey Bone, cool. Yeah. Didn't you want to? Never mind. I think on one of our episodes you said Monkey Boner. Oh, I'm sure I did. Anyways, how can you not? I don't know. Uh, okay, so uh, that's it. Are we done with no. with those? Oh, with the movies? Oh yes. We still have business to take. Okay, care good. Of. I was going to say because we got. We got, got a, caught a couple. I got quite a few emails actually because last time we forgot to. Uh, to give out our final information. But before we do that, let's put in a death scene. And remember, <laughs> the super special prize, the digital copy of Friday the 13th Killer Cut 2009. Good luck. Enjoy! I got to tell Dana.
There you go. And uh, we haven't said it in a while. Go to the forum, sign up. If you already haven't to place your guesses, you'll find it in the uh, contest section of our forums. Uh, speaking of forums, get your butts there. Visit cadaverlab.com. You can get a hold of us through email, mike at cadaverlab.com and sam at cadaverlab.com. Or we have actually a canned uh, email form up on our site if, if you want to go ahead and use that. Is Furburger still working, isn't it? Furburger at cadaverlab.com. It still may be. So maybe work. I assume it's working. Uh, you know, I actually want to thank everybody. We've gotten <clears throat> a lot of iTunes reviews lately um, in response to our complaining about the one, <laughs> the, oh, the, really? the one star. So people have been pretty cool about that to us. And also, I want to thank everybody for voting for us on Podcast Alley. Um, now, for to send in a voicemail, which we really would like you to do, call up. The number 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Yes. Got anything else? And remember to send in your ideas for funny uh, awards categories that we can use for our <laughs> show. And also, remember when you leave a voicemail, I want to know if uh, car damage turns you on or not. <laughs> Those are the two things that I've got. Oh, All right. And uh, I think that's it. So, from the Cadaver Lab, we will see you later.